too. It's a new day. Yes, it is. Who wants to have some fun? I'm all about having fun. I'm so excited. I'm so excited. Oh, boy, is this great. Hey, guys. Oh, big golf, huh? All right. I'm going to have fun, and you're going to have fun. We're all going to have so much fun, we'll need plastic surgery to remove our files. I would like to extend to you an invitation to the pants party. Please have a party. Feed us drinks. Get us laid. Wait a minute, there's no birthday party for me here. Hey, bro, you mind putting on some pants? I find it a little weird I have to ask twice. <laughs> Those sad tissues or happy tissues? Looks like I picked the wrong week to quit amphetamine. Are you sure this is legal? I don't know. It's fun though, isn't it? What in the wide, wide world of sports is going on here? No sports, no rock, no information. For mindless chatter, we're your station. Cowboy. The Mike Rutherford Show. Yeah, Mo, that team sure did suck last night. They just played sucked. I've seen teams suck before, but they were the suckiest bunch of sucks that ever sucked. Well, I'm packing up my game and I'ma head out west Where real women come equipped with scripts And find a nest in the hills, chill like Flint Buy an old drop top, find a spot to pimp Then I'm a kid rocking up and down your block With a bottle of scotch and watch like Buy a yacht with a flag saying chillin' the Welcome boat. everybody, this is Friday, April 14th This is the Mike Rutherford Show Coming to you as always from the University of Louisville College at Business Studios here in sunny and beautiful Louisville, Kentucky. Visit business.louisville.edu to see what the UofL College of Business can do for you. We're on the air today from 3 until 6 here on 1450 AM, 96.1 FM, streaming all over the city and every other city. You know us better as the Big X. Mike Rutherford here with Trevor Kelsey on a happy feel-good Friday. We're enjoying the weather. We're enjoying the spring. We're enjoying a huge Cardinal baseball series on the way. We're enjoying the transfer portal talk. We're enjoying everything right now. Life is good. We're feeling good. We're ready for the weekend. TK, how are you on this uh, this lovely Friday afternoon? I, I don't care how sleepy, tired. I don't mood be, be damned. That music hits, man. I get pumped up. I don't know why. Are you sleepy today? No. Is that, is that what you're implying? No, I'm just saying. No, I was a little sleepy. I did wake up like right at two. You were looking a little grumpy when you're getting out of the car today. Well, that was because I was having to pull myself out of a low car. I had to drive my mom's car today, which is you were rocking the Civic today. I haven't haven't driven a smaller car like that in a long time. Now, when we first started doing the show, you were kind of off and on. You'd be like switching. You were in small cars every now and then. I hadn't. Yeah, it's been a while. Yeah, I was. But most of those, even when I was switching around, I had like the. I was using my buddy's Pilot, or I was using his uh, his 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 Rav Four, his Toyota. They've all been like you know bigger cars. Now I, I'm not a stranger to small cars. I've driven my mom's car before. I had to drive it for about six months before I got a car. Or about my uh, my Prius, which is a small car, but. I mean, I've been spoiled the last like three, four years driving the SUVs. I, I can't. I don't want to go back. So what happened to the SUV today? You you're... woke up, walked outside at two twenty, and it was had a flat tire. You've had some flat tire issues this month. Yeah, it's it's, just, uh, it's it, not it happening. I don't know. I don't. I feel like, like I didn't feel it like pulling or anything when I was coming home last night. But I mean, it is flat as a is all get out right now. Like somebody, it feels like almost like came up to my tire and like popped it overnight. Where were you last night? It was not me. Okay. Let me go ahead and, and, and confirm, not me. I know you've been angry at me for calling you out on all these movies you keep promising to watch and never doing. Well, it's fine. I mean, I don't care about that. <laughs> I'm glad. I'm glad you have 
I don't give a bleep about our friendship. <laughs> if I was going to fl- give you a flat tire before other things <laughs> besides that, that, that's like seventh on the list. Um, do you know how to change a tire? No, not a clue. You could like YouTube it though. I feel like you. Could Why get- YouTube it? I have AAA Gold. Well, because it's it, you know it's something you can do yourself. Yeah, but that's white paper AAA Gold. Okay. I mean, why, why, that's, if you don't know how to do it, then you pay for it. Well, yeah, but also it could save you like two hours. If you're waiting for AAA, you can go ahead and fix the problem yourself. But, but why did I pay for AAA Gold? Well, okay. I mean, you can do whatever you want. I'm just saying. <laughs> well, I appreciate that. If you want to save yourself some, some time. Can you change a tire? Yeah. Well, good. Would you want to go change mine? No. <laughs> Your car's not even here. If I brought it, would you have changed it? Um. Yeah, I have, I have a I spare. Can I can do. If you want to do the show, I'll, I'll go change your tire. <laughs> you want to drive over to my house can, and, and flip it out? You can handle the first couple segments. It's fine. <laughs> Don't yeah. worry about it. Now, if I sound a lot like somebody on national radio, <laughs> that's, that's, that's just your imagination. <laughs> oh, we do have. Um, we got Louisville bats baseball again tonight. We got to talk about the bats. What's going on with the bats? Who's to blame for this? I was so excited. Granted, we have not had the the Reds' top prospects have not yet. Like Ellie, Ellie De La Cruz is still on the injured list, has not made his bats debut, but still, like, we've lost seven in a row. Were Man, they lost last night? They, they were up what six to two. Yeah, I, I, I they got lost out, thirteen to six. I got out of the card. It was it was like four to nothing. They got and like the third inning. I'm like, it's over. We talked about it. T Town going down, and I get out of the car. And it's funny because I didn't get back in the car. Until Nick was finishing up, like wrapping up his post game, but I didn't hear him mention the score. Uh, Matt McClain had an inside the park home run at one point too, and we still we lost thirteen to six. What's thirteen? We were, that score is like thirteen to two. We are now two and nine on the season. This is supposed to be the year for the bats. I got friends buying season tickets to the bats, and here we are. We're off to a split. Something's got to change. I don't know if we need TK to start doing the intro video. Bring me back for the intro video. Maybe I was the only thing keeping this thing afloat last year, um, but. I don't know what's going on, but we will have bats baseball tonight uh, against Toledo again. The worst part is, is that, like I said, they have multiple like Reds starting in their lineup. Wait, not anymore. Well, Sen- the Sen- up. Uh, Votto, I don't think played last night. It didn't um, help anyway in the six game losing streak he played yeah. in. Yeah, I know. Well, I think the pitching is becoming more of the issue, but we'll. Well, we'll it didn't help the batting. I know as going into last night's game, the bats were last in all of AAA and, and team batting. We're not really good at anything when you're two and two oh five. Now, we did last night, however, though. Imagine at 205 as a team. I called out the Reds' bullpen on the show yesterday. You did. They clearly were listening. They love Big X Sports Radio. And they, they hammered it down last night. Now, I, I was going to get food. like We were getting like, a late dinner. We got the kids down. I went out to grab some food. And so I'm listening to the, the Reds on the radio. And Law's coming in to close. They're trying to save Alexis Diaz. And he walks the first guy. We're up 62 in the night. He walks the first guy. Let's another guy get on with a bunt single, and I was like, "If we find a way to blow this, I'm, I'm gonna need a week off from the Reds. I'm gonna need to detox. I'm gonna need to disassociate for a full week. I can't do this again. If we blow a fourth straight game because of this bullpen, but thankfully they were able to nail it down last night. They get a six-two win. Reds have been good at home. Just one home loss so far this season, but one and five on the road. Uh, but the Reds, for my mental health, were able to lock one down last night, which was good. Blue Jays had their winning streak snapped last night. Well, look, we came both win on the same day, apparently. Now, but you know what they do tonight? What's that? Oh, it's that little undefeated Tampa Bay team coming into Rogers Center. Oh, the Rays are it, hot. It's going. It's ending tonight. The Blue Jays in that streak in Canada. I don't like how fun. Not the to Rays mention, are. Tampa Bay's really just got on my nerves the last couple of years. Like I never like hated Tampa like I did like the Yankees and Red Sox for the longest time. 
But like, I don't know, like the last couple of years, maybe it's just because they've had our, the Blue Jays number and something about Tampa. Just, I don't know. You were, I don't you think were very, a fan of theirs. But. You were very anti-Tampa last year. I remember that. Yeah. And it's weird because I remember TJ, who is a big Red Sox fan, like he, he's always hated Tampa. And I was like, why would you, when I first met him, like, you know, 10 years ago, I was like, why would you hate Tampa so much? Like, it's Tampa. Like, come on. It's like, no one hates Tampa, really. We hate, we, we hate you. You hate us. We hate the, we both hate the Yankees. We may be being different about Baltimore, but we don't like them. TJ's a Packers and a Red Sox fan. It's like the combination of like the, the most white teams, like popular teams. In, in I was say, don't say weird because I'm pretty well over the map too. I mean, no, I mean, we're all weird, but like, I feel like the Packers, like the Red Sox are the MLB Packers. Like, it's the same type of like they've got fans everywhere. They're kind yeah. of, you know, it's just, yeah, it's just, it's like the same team. I don't know who the like NBA equivalent would be Warriors. Well, that's just no, because they're just a bandwagon for the last ten years or so. Red Sox and Packers are both kind of bandwagon teams. No, but they've had good. They've had they were good back in the day. The Warriors weren't barely good. I mean, they when they were the Philadelphia Warriors, maybe. I mean, the Red Sox, you know, hadn't done anything before like two thousand four. True. Oh, that's a good question. I don't know. The NBA, NBA's fandom, I feel like is different. I feel like there's well, better because no one roots for teams; they root for players. Yeah, I think you're probably NBA is right. like the one sport where you it's hard to find unless you like live in that city and you've like grown up in that city. You more often than not, even even in those cases, more often than not people root for players, not fan, not teams in the NBA, I, which is kind of another reason why I've, I've I guess grown away from the NBA a little. Well, bit. especially like I think you're totally right. I, I think that you can like we're both attached to the Lions, and you know you're you're attached to the Blue Jays, like just for weird reasons, and we stay attached to them even though we're not from those cities. No. NBA, like, every diehard NBA fan I know is like almost all everyone. Is because they grew up in that city, or because yeah. they've like you know like I'd never had a team. I kind of rooted for the Jazz as a joke for a while, but I I, I do find myself like rooting for for players, and this kind of I feel like that's the same way. There's not just yeah. You know, I mean, I'm a Pacer. Besides like Knicks and Bulls fans, I, I mean, I'm a Pacer fan, but I mean, it's just that's also just I mean, I was such a fan of I mean, a huge Reggie Miller guy. I mean, all through his career up to 2004, and then I mean, I was big in the you know Paul George till he screwed us over and lied and was turned out to be a two-faced piece of piece of pos you hate paul george i hate paul george i've got a voodoo book i'm doing a good 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 curse on louisville and a bad one on him again actually i don't need to put another one on him he's had enough bad luck as is probably that's what karma comes to you paul and then uh but uh yeah but I, that's kind of yeah, and there's no players i guess on the team now that i really even like like i hate i don't like miles Turner. that's for sure so i believe he just got suspended really for what sucking yeah, that's what they that's what they said. <laughs> no, I'm thinking of Miles. I didn't get suspended. We don't have any games left. We're not even a Miles, Miles Bridges is who I'm thinking of. So oh, okay, yeah. okay. Uh, I always forget you. You you always bring up Miles Turner. Nobody else ever talks about him. No, no one does. Because why would you? He sucks. But Miles Bridges uh, suspended for 30 games with 20 games considered being already served. Um, Bridges will serve a 10 game suspension to start the. The end, uh, sort of the beginning of next season. This is all due to a felony domestic violence charge um, against him from November of last year. He's found guilty on, I assume. Uh, I believe he was. Uh, other counts against him were dismissed, but he entered a plea of no contest to felony domestic violence. Uh, speaking of weird charges, have you seen all this Mikey Williams stuff? No, Mikey Williams. Mikey Williams is he's, he's been the number one trending topic on on Twitter all day. He is a Memphis State basketball commit like the their okay. highest rated five-star player in the 2023 class so an incoming freshman not familiar with him and but he okay. is so this is kind of 
I'm aware of him. This is way off of your grid. It's still below mine. But like he is a he's one of those recruits who became a social media superstar. Like he's got like five million Instagram followers. He's been known on the internet since he was like a seventh grade phenom, like, like Seventh Woods or whatever, like doing the dunk or something. Kind of, except a... good. Like except like he's <laughs> Seven was supposed to be good. Seven was was, but by the time he got to like senior in high school, you were kind of like, okay, he's not he's not going to do yeah. that much. North Carolina didn't realize that though. Mikey Williams is. He's still a kid who I think his, his height probably outweighs his talent. I think he's like number 20. He's 20-something 20 in this 2023 class. He's a five-star talent. He's still a big deal. He's the highest-rated prospect in a Memphis recruiting class that ranks seventh in the country. And he was arrested in San Diego, I guess, late last night or early this morning and hit with five, uh, five charges of aggravated assault with a deadly weapon. And Mikey Williams, like, the thing about him is, like, he's – you may be thinking like Memphis, like get a kid, kid getting arrested. He's from the, like he's from the suburbs. He's, he's a suburb kid who's I, I don't know what he's doing with all these weapons. I don't know what he's trying to prove. I don't know why he's getting himself into these situations four months before he's supposed to start his his college basketball career. But he's been like the top trending topic on Twitter all day long. He's been like the big thing that everybody's talking about on Instagram. Like he's very much a social media superstar. And uh, he is now he is again for all the wrong reasons. His he also poor John Moran. Like right, right when Jaw is like trying, I shouldn't say poor John Moran. He's put himself in these situations, but mm. we, right when he's trying to like distance himself from all these negative headlines, like everybody is is lumping him and Mikey Williams together I and doing that. all these like <laughs> videos and you know like like they're two like people from Memphis, like all this stuff, or who are going to be in Memphis. Uh, it's it, it's a it's a sad story. I hope for the kid. I hope that he can get past this and, and become a good player, but. This is uh this is Memphis State just trying to just doing Memphis State stuff. I was gonna say I mean part of his punishment is having to go to Memphis. I get that. <laughs> <laughs> Enjoy your first round exit. Yes. <laughs> and your late first round draft pick, which seems to be where this is headed. We've got that Louisville men's basketball stuff to talk about again today. Uh, we'll have some transfer portal news. It's been a it's this is the slowest news day of the week, which is fitting because like of course it's Friday. Everybody's just trying to get through this. Everybody's we get the news to get dump tonight at like five five fifty seven. We'll, we'll get it right. Yeah, right. When we throw things over to the bats. I'm sure we'll yeah. have something big. But like, there's really, there's not much going on right now. We talked yesterday about the big baseball series ahead. We, I've got a couple other thoughts on that that we can get to. Uh, we found out the pitching rotation. We're getting you ready for U of L versus Wake Forest at six o'clock. But like basketball, there was a small update to Tyler Perry last night that we'll get to. But there's really, like, the McKenzie and Baca, there's nothing new besides what we've already discussed the last couple of days. It just, things have gone a little bit quiet today, which means it's going to be a good text line day. Hit us up at 502-414-1450 with your thoughts, your questions, your comments, your concerns, your fears, your doubts, your hopes, your dreams. Anything you got, we're going to answer it today uh, or address it today on the Thornton's text line. Remember, Thornton's is giving you 32-ounce fountain drinks for just 89 cents. It's the best deal you're going to find in the city. It's getting hot out there. If you need a, a cool, refreshing refreshment, hit up Thornton's. Only place that's going to give you a 32-ounce drink for under a buck. Uh, and then after you're done with that bad boy, text us at 502-414-1450. You need all 32 ounces. That with today's weather, boy, it's feeling... It's getting a little toasty out there. I was... Feels good out there, though. I, I did, mom's, mom's car AC doesn't doesn't work as cool as me. I'm... I'm coming up the highway with the shirt above, shirt pulled up above my head, trying to just over sweating in the car. Yeah, I was like getting, trying to get all the fresh, shit, cool air on my on, on on the chest. I'm like, come on, get this. Ooh, it's a little warm. I'm enjoying. It. Like, yesterday it felt so good when I got home. We've gotten into, so we got into the habit now. John, now your AC's on, right? Our AC's on. We when did you finally break down? You, I did mine yesterday. I think it was like late last week. Okay, I didn't do mine until yesterday. Yeah, 
it was, I held on. I mean, basically, whenever Mary's like, I, I can't take it anymore. Like, I mean, <laughs> You're pretty much. Go for it. Yeah, I'm, I'm not going to fight you on this. That's <laughs> yeah, pick and choose your battles there, buddy. Good job. But so we, like, like John has gotten into this thing where he refuses to let me take Penny for a walk without him. Like, he wants to be pushing the stroller. He wants to go on a walk. And it's feeling so nice outside. And I've been feeling better these last couple of weeks. I'm taking, like, longer walks. I'm going down. But John's new thing is, like, he just. He knows people's names, but he just calls everybody dad. Like that's the, because he says my name all the time. When he says it to me, don't get offended. Yeah, no, it's not, <laughs> it's not. But it's not. It's not daddy or dad. Dad. He used to do that a little bit. Now it's just become like dad. And so he'll see like if he'll see like a person who knows dogs. He'll say dog. But if he's like a person, like hey, cute, like how are you? He's like dad. I'm like so. John's just going around our entire group. He's just going around St. Matthews, just calling everybody dad. Just uh, just. Does he say mom to, to Mary? Only when he gets upset. It's hilarious. Okay. When he's in like a good mood, and she's like, "Say mama." He's like, "He's like, who are?" You? But like if he if he's pissed off and he's hungry and he wants something, he's like, "Mama." But when she's like playing with him, he's like, "Dad, dad." <laughs> uh, but so it's been nice being outside so much the last couple of days has been lovely, and I'm excited for this weekend to be outside a little bit more. It makes it makes parenting easier. The kid just you know let him run outside for like two hours. You take my advice and just give him a full rack of ribs last night to put him to sleep. I did not. You did recommend that. I did. It worked for me. Yeah, you you, went, you asked my advice yesterday. You're like half rack or full, and I was like, you can always finish the rest of the ribs later. Go full. I've been and I didn't eat them all. What I read it once. I ate about most most of the rack, but and also I need to apologize. I didn't I didn't get a chance to watch Twelve Angry Men last night. Oh, don't apologize to me. Apologize to Sean. I'm gonna I'm gonna get it watched this weekend. I did watch the trailer and was intrigued by it. So what did you watch last night? Uh, well, after I ate the ribs, I ended up watching most of Jurassic Park three on USA because. Honestly, I couldn't reach the remote, and I really didn't feel like pulling the chair back down. I was, You've been big on lazy cable movies this I was week. Really bad. But after that, I ended up watching uh, L.A. Confidential. L.A. Confidential. You ever seen L.A. Confidential? No. Oh man, I, I would say you would. You should watch it, but it's a really good movie, so you probably won't like it. Okay. It is a really good movie, though. Okay. So I mean, uh, yeah, it's awesome. But but Kevin Spacey, Russell Crowe, uh, Michelle. Uh, not Michelle. Who's it? Uh, who plays the? I forget the, the the one that won the Oscar, the one that was married to Alec Baldwin. Michelle Williams? No, who's the one that was married to Alec Baldwin? I'm drawing a complete blank. Who cares? I know you don't care. I don't. Sorry. <laughs> I've heard you've of seen, I've you've heard seen of Jurassic Park three probably though, haven't you? I think I have. Actually. You've seen that? <laughs> I think we saw, I think we watched it on the way to a baseball tournament on our bus. That you've seen? Yeah. The one that won Oscars and is, is, was nominated for Best Picture. One of, one of the better films of the 90s. That one, no. No, you haven't seen that one. No, is LA Confidential the one where it's like, it's not the one where it's... Based in the 40s, about the LA LA uh, Police Department. Okay, no, I haven't seen it. Dana DeVito's in it. Um, it's um, it's basically based in the 40s. It's LA Noir type movie. As I say, it's like a film noir. Film noir, yeah. Like. Really, really good, though. Okay. Like, I didn't even plan on why. I started watching it around midnight and didn't even realize it. And, of course, it's like two and a half hours long. I was like, oh, crap, it's too late. And then you were locked in. Oh, done. I can't help it. Yeah, I'll send it to you. I actually ended up just buying it on Amazon last night. Okay, excellent. I would like to see LA Confidential. I feel like it's a movie I should have seen, but no. Yes, that's fine. And then we're also going to send you like you know Shell How and stuff and Cobb and things not like going to watch Shell <laughs> I watched Cobb. You should watch Cobb too. I need to start writing these down. No, you don't. Again, this is the summertime. This is like the time that you should be like being able to like sneak movies in. We watched uh, two episodes of Veep last night. And, that, and that's another thing. Like, you don't even have to watch these alone. You and Mary can share them. She doesn't want to watch your movies. Like, a movie? She doesn't want to watch. She Like, Mary would not want to watch Shallow How. No, I wouldn't. She's not going to watch I, would, I wouldn't recommend Shallow How. I don't She's even know. She's probably not going to watch LA Confidential. Probably not. But I, there's the one I think that I've, I've seen. I've seen the Mary list. 
I can I can judge on what I think she may or may not like. I one thing that's changed, and I mean a million things have changed since I've gotten older. But like I used to very much be like the, you know, I, I would hear like grown ups, like adults say, you know, I, I I use my brain so much during the work the week. Like I'm I'm just tired. Like when I come when I do watch some TV or when I watch a movie, I want to just be able to turn it off. I, I just want like mindless entertainment at the end of my week. And I was like, that's ridiculous. Uh, you know, I, early 20-something Mike who's you know, ordering a million films from Netflix back when you used to get the discs and stuff. Oh, like, I remember the discs. I was very much like, you know, I want to challenge myself. I want these Jim Yarmish films. I want these just thinking films. And, like, the older I've gotten, the more I'm like, man, I just, I don't want to. If it's too much, like, I just don't want to do it. Like, I, I want to be able to, like, be like paying 75% attention for a short period of time. And then I'm, I'm, I want to read a little bit and then go to bed. Like, it's just, it, it, it has changed so much for me. And hopefully, like, when the kids get a little bit older, like, I'll get to get back to that. Like, I want to watch, I do want to watch more, like, really, really good, deep movies. But just lately, like, the last, like, couple of years, I've just had to just turn it off. I just, I don't, I don't have it in me anymore. I don't, I'm too tired, too old, too beaten down, too worn down. <laughs> Poor life. Maybe it's Cardinal basketball. I don't know. Kim Basinger, by the way, I was trying other brain fart on. There you go. Kevin Spacey, Russell Crowe, Guy Pierce, David Strathern, Kim Basinger, and Dane DeVito. Is the, that's the one with Kim Basinger on the cover, I believe. Yeah, she's blonde. And she yeah. looks very attractive. I remember yeah. seeing that at the movie store. Yeah. She won. She won an Oscar for her role in this movie. Okay. It is. Uh, it tells the story of an LAPD officer in 1953 in the intersection of a police corruption and Hollywood celebrity. Very good. Okay. Have you seen the pictures of Jack Nicholson today? I did. Well, I think he was. I think that came out last night. By the way. Oh, was it? Where like they said he's been like in holding for like two years. Seen him and, too. He looks disheveled. I'm like he's 85 years old. Yeah, he looks just like and he, he looks like me. He looks. He, he, he does looks act- like me when I wake up at like 2:30. He looks like you when you walk into the station. Every yeah, day, pretty I mean, much. Like- that's actually the best comparison that you've ever made on the show. <laughs> Looking at the picture right now, he looks like the way that you look every day when I see you get out of your car. Like if you could put the, the expression, <laughs> the hand on the face, the eyes half open, that's you at 2:45 every single day. <laughs> you put that picture like me just from any random day next to that one. See which one's which, and, and, and Jack's looking a little, a little heavy set too. You're half his age. Yeah, I'm half his age. <laughs> you wouldn't have guessed. Let's leave Jack alone. He's fine. He was in Which is the Beastwick. Uh, Ever seen wanna, that movie? I've not seen that movie. Oh man, you, what did what did you do with your youth? Didn't watch Which is the Beastwick. <laughs> Shares in it. There you go. Um, I don't, I don't know what to say to that. <laughs> don't. Do how do you segue from Witches of Eastwick? I don't know. Uh, quick uh, quick little recruiting news. James Madison III, who's a four-star wide receiver prospect who visited Louisville last weekend, had very good things to say about his visit. He has announced a, a top five here. Uh, he did it with a graphic that looks like, and I'm not just saying this because uh, this is my my partner in crime, but it looks like an old-school like Master P No Limit record cover. Look, look at this bad boy. Can you agree? Oh yeah, that's that's yeah. late '90s rap cover it's right looking there. Looking like a No Limit Tank uh, tank cover, but he announces a top five of Florida State, Michigan, Oregon, Missouri, and your Fighting Cardinals of Louisville. Good news. He's a big time re- recruit. We may need to beat we'll, beat Will Stein after Say this. Say this one more time again. Florida State, Michigan, okay. Oregon, Missouri, and Louisville. Okay, He's, and Florida State was. And I was going to say this. Not, we're the only one like really east there, but that's I didn't hear Florida State at first. Yeah, he is a uh, James Madison the second. He is a. He's a big-time prospect. Took a visit this weekend. Um, seems like a guy that would you know, fit our offense well. Wants to catch touchdown passes. We want to throw him. That's good. <laughs> he wants to, well, I mean, does he want to win? 
Wants to win games. Does he want to be awesome? Wants to be awesome. Wants to did play he, for did a... He, did he might want to come to Louisville. Wants to play for a uh, a good... I mean, this is a kid. He announced the top five. He's got an Alabama offer. He's got an Auburn offer. He's got a Colorado offer. He's been targeted by, by, uh, by Deion Sanders. He's a Florida prospect. He's ranked as the number uh, 42 prospect in the entire state of Florida. He's the number 41 wide receiver in the class, according to the 24-7 sports rankings. He's 285 overall in this class. Uh, it's a big-time get if we are, were able to land him. And it sounds like his visit went very well last weekend. So that's good news. Now let me ask the you this. Brom does. This is a, th- th- there's nothing really happening today. No, I mean, we've spent the first 15 minutes of talking about movies and stuff. Well, that's so. nothing new. That's, that, that's true. When there are things happening, that's still in, invariably is how we spend this first segment, <laughs> um, which probably needs to be worked on. That's okay. No, yeah, when, when he worked on it, that list for you. Yeah. The, the one day that I had like a huge list of like all the stuff to get to was Thursday when, when we the day we didn't know. or Wednesday when we couldn't get on the air. <laughs> You're like, there's nothing really going on. I was like, showed you my list. I was like, actually, I had a bunch of stuff to talk about. Um, but out of nowhere this afternoon, as I'm writing news and notes, and it's it's an especially light day for news and notes. There's just like, again, there's just not a whole lot going on. I notice Sky Clark is battling with UK fans on Twitter. Now look, this man. He may have signed his national letter of intent three days ago. I feel like he became a cardinal today because he's going at it with the UK trolls. And I mean, and we're not talking like he's not going at it with like Roush or TJ or Matt Jones or you know the UK media. He's going at it with like BBN fanatic sixty nine four twenty. Oh, uh, he's hitting the bottom of the barrel. He, yeah, he's going after these guys. The guys with numbers and underscores in their in their their titles. He's going at it with the guys who are pl- paying for Twitter, like the, the, <laughs> the fake blue check marks. So this this account rare rookies BBN is is tweeting out and he's like Sky Clark, are you sure about transferring to Louisville? You know you have to play Aaron Bradshaw in Kentucky, right? And it's this, this <laughs> it's this video of them in high school where Bradshaw blocks Sky Clark's layup like twice, and so Sky Clark sees this because I guess he's he's Twitter name searching, which you know is fine. Some people do that, and he's he comes with keep that same energy, and it's a it's a highlight from the same game where he's blocking DJ Wagner's shot into the crowd. And look, our man is our, our man's ready for war here. Like this is you'd think like Sky Clark, a guy who had been committed to Kentucky back in the day, uh, has ties over there, is now just com- he's coming off a little bit of a humbling half freshman season at Illinois, but he's coming for blood. Like like he's he, he's not backing down at all. I, I don't know if it winds up working to our favor. I don't know if he can live up to these these words. I hope he can. But I still I, I like the. I like the dog here. I feel like we haven't had enough of this in recent years where guys are just not afraid to to call it like it is, like to call out some guys on Twitter, to call out some Twitter trolls. It seems like Scott Clark is going to be that type of personality for us. It's going to be a long summer. I love how he just had that clip like in his back pocket ready to post somewhere. Too, I think though. he went and did it. I think I think he saw the clip. Because they're from the same game, I think. Right. Because yeah. the, the, the first clip with him was posted like four hours before he made his response. So, oh, okay. So I think he went and found the game because it's a screen recording. You can tell he's... He's done this. He's found the clip. He had to get it right, and then he he came at the guy. Uh, but it was uh, I, I like it. He's just like he's not going to take it lying down. I mean, I mean, come on, rare rookies, BBN. <laughs> Second rare rookies. <laughs> what kind of name is that? Rare rookies, BBN leads Louisville <laughs> to come back. Fuels Louisville's return to prominence. Oh, crap, the guy's got like t- ten times more followers than me. <laughs> well, <laughs> he pays for Twitter. So. Oh, okay, yeah. That's yeah. That, that's that's what that is. If you paid for Twitter, you'd have like 25,000 followers. <laughs> That's what you tell yourself. That's what I tell myself, yeah. yeah. But I like this guy, Clark. 
I, I like the flex. I, I, I like the, the chest puffing. I like the new era, the new age, the new mentality. I'm good with it. Uh, I mean, I guess. I mean, part of me just kind of more like don't, you know, lower yourself to their level. Just ignore them. Do it on the court. I don't know. These kids, they just, they want, they, they, they gotta, they gotta talk to the shade. <laughs> they ain't bringing that cap. It's the oldest first segment we've ever had. <laughs> I can't handle movies with plots anymore. I even. mean, these it, kids gotta talk the shade these days. I mean, no, you're the no plot guy over That's there. That's what I'm saying. We're both yeah. the oldest first segment. I mean, it's just, yeah, I mean, they, they low key in it and all that stuff. They, they, <laughs> they're not. They're not. Gonna, they're not gonna let, let, let you call mid. So don't keep it on the down low when you're throwing that shade. <laughs> yeah. One hundred, no cap. I mean, this, this, this guy ain't no mid. He he ain't taking that. Keep going. <laughs> I don't know if you have slogans. Yeah, I'm out of, that's all I've got. I'm just gonna just call my buddy Say's kid like every once a week just to talk to him for like ten minutes just to hear some. Here's some stuff. It's like a class. <laughs> yeah. Doing like a weekly seminar. <laughs> what do you want to talk about, Taylor? I just Taylor, I just want you to talk. <laughs> <laughs> about what? I don't care. Anything. Just tell me tell me about the, the last CD you listened to in, in your own words. For like 10 minutes, I just sit there and I'm taking notes. <laughs> What's big on TikTok these big days? It's the latest day. No, the pause game. You, this is something I'm ahead of you on. You haven't even got addicted to this yet. Yeah, you've told me about The this. real pause game? I think that's more about... I don't know. Go Creepiness? Ahead. Yeah. I think that <laughs> your algorithm is maybe more attuned to that. I get a lot of golf Instagrams popping up on my. I get, I get, you get girls putting pause videos in. Yeah. It's a, it's a girls who dance. And then like in the middle of the video, there's a quick like split screen of them doing wearing something sexy. And then it, and you got to like try to pause it at the right moment. Which is fun to try, but then I just realized I could just go to the comments and find the people who screenshot it. So you just want the picture. I just want the picture. It's not about the game. It's, it's about, not about the app giving up on the game. Picture. That's fine. <laughs> uh, we've got to, spring football, the latest, the fifth open practice out of six open practices is about to start. Uh, hopefully we can get some updates out there from uh, Papa John's. Not, not Papa John's. From, uh, from Cardinal Stadium. LNN Credit Union Stadium. Cardinal Stadium. Just Cardinal call, Stadium. Cardinal Stadium. I'd already forgot it was LNN, to be honest with you. I do want to revisit in the next segment because we had to gloss over it because it happened at the end of the show yesterday. Mark Ivey's comments. I want to play the full clip for people to react to because we had to, to cut it short yesterday. But I thought his comments from yesterday, maybe the most notable thing that's been said this entire spring. I want to get to that. And then we'll take some thoughts from you guys on the Thornton Sex Line at 502. 414-1450. It's the Mike Rutherford Show on a Friday here in beautiful Louisville, Kentucky on 1450 and 96.1, The Big X. I forgot to do Now that I've lost everything to you You say you want to start something new And it's breaking my heart, your knee Nice things turn bad out there. 
Why you gotta remember me as a child? I'm a grown man, dude. <laughs> well, Cat Stevens on a uh, on a Friday here on fourteen fifty. I, I love Cat Stevens. I'm a big Cat Stevens guy. Uh, big Jackson Brown guy too. Was the first yeah, song. The two two of my favorites. Yeah. We've got uh, Thornton Sucks line at five zero two four one four fourteen fifty. You guys have some thoughts. We're gonna get to in just a second, uh, and then we'll look at this Mark Ivy quote from from yesterday. The same clip. That same clip. But we just, we cut it off early yesterday. I want to get to where I cut it off at. Do you remember? Or you just want to play the whole just thing? Just play the whole thing. It's only like two minutes long. Yeah, it's like, yeah. Uh, Texas, let us know when the voodoo spell is done so we can know if it works. I did quickly search before <laughs> I came in here today, like, voodoo spells, like good voodoo spells, see if we could do one on air. But I couldn't find anything. We, we're going to need to buy that book, the Voodoo for Dummies book. Do I just go to a bookstore? I mean, I think you can probably Amazon it. I mean, Amazon everything else. Voodoo spells online. Voodoo, the voodoo love spells. Will that oh, work for, for, for sports? They don't work. Trust me, I've worked. <laughs> the love spells don't work. I do like that that you... You know, this doesn't work if they it's a Spanish fly. It doesn't work. <laughs> I do like that you could have used voodoo spells. You could have used like dark magic for, like I don't know, for like love, for making money. But the first thing that came to your mind was, I've got to cast some spell on Terrell Owens. <laughs> I think I just watched The Craft, maybe. I don't know. <laughs> no, that would have been... <laughs> First of all, I saw that in theaters. I like the craft. <laughs> you like the, that? He likes. I do like. I the like craft. confidential quiz show. Barrelless cop, but watch the craft. Love it. I'm sure I'd like the movies. I just haven't seen them. I've seen the craft. I enjoy the craft. I didn't mind the craft either. Uh, you know, there's a sequel to that. I do. You've told me that uh, before. It's one of those like straight to video yeah. sequels I would refuse to watch as well. Um, maybe I just seen Practical Magic. I don't know. I mean, that's another bad one. Look at how creepy. So. Why voodoo love spells work immediately. This is on newsobserver.com, Raleigh News Observer. Look, no, at this, look at this picture, this setup that somebody had. Again, YouTube camera's coming next week. You'll be able to see this. But this picture is terrifying. It's like a doll with a bunch of candles and like braided hair stars and some love potions. I don't know. I mean, you got to like, you, you got to like get the hair or something off, off the person that you're setting a spell on, right? I, I guess. I don't. You, look, you've done this. It works. I don't know. I, I'm just a novice here. I'm trying to learn. I used the jersey that I had. Okay. It's it involved a, burning it, too, which kind of partially sucked. It yeah. says a Hogan or a Mambo. Are, are those two types of voodoo witches? I thought that was a tag team in the 80s in WWE. <laughs> Mambo. <laughs> the Mega Powers? <laughs> Hogan and Macho? There's a typo? <laughs> a Hogan or a Mambo. No, they're, <laughs> they're components. Okay. In voodoo love spells. I don't remember those. Then again, again, it was like a skin. It was 18 years and many, many, many bombos will go that I. Uh, now, this uh, is kind of I feel like this is sort of cheating. When you cast one of these spells, it's not making somebody fall in love with you. It's taking two people who are already in love and removing any barriers between them. That's what, what does that mean? It basically it means like. I love her. She loves me. But like we're fighting too much over what to watch on TV at nights. 
if you cast this love spell, that will remove that barrier and we'll be able to live happily together. Won't you just let her watch what she wants to watch? Well, that, you would do that, and then it would be like, that's the voodoo love spell working. Like this is, I feel like that's cheap. No, 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 no. I want to set a spell and then Megan Fox show up at my house and say she wants me. Yeah, I think that's what that's. We need more of that. If we're that's eat, what I'm looking for. If we're going to get good at sports, we need that type of, of love spell. Yeah, yeah. I, I want. Yeah, I want. You know, I want to hear her knock on the door and open and there's a manual shriek saying, Trevor, I've desired you my whole life. I'm like, we don't I need know. like the, the love spell to just, you know, hey, we're so close to winning games. We just need to take away the impediments that are, are causing. We need like a, a total. Well, now let me ask you if, if voodoo can't be used for, 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 for honest good, we, we, we've somewhat established that we're not real sure if it's how much good there is to voodoo. Possibly we don't put a voodoo good curse on us. Can you say good curse? I mean, it's kind of oxymoron, right? A little bit there. It's good magic. Yeah. Good magic. Why don't we just put a curse on the teams we play? Because it's a lot more work. It's like a curse every... We're doing... The whole show is going to be just voodoo curses. Well, I mean, it's summertime. we got nothing else to do. But we, we don't even know the schedule. <laughs> well, I mean, true. Well, we can do a start with football, though. Now, voodoo magic... We can start with baseball. We could. We could try this tonight against Wake Forest. I'd love to sweep them. Yeah. But I don't think the baseball team needs any good voodoo magic. Like we're we're good there. I'm pretty confident, and I don't think the football team will either. But voodoo magic should only be done by a spellcaster. Now you've done this before. I'm considering you a spellcaster. I mean, I didn't take any like lessons or anything. But Do you, I have to get like you, a degree? Or you did it and it worked. Yeah, you're like one of those girls from the craft. I mean, it could, it could have worked because I did it. It could have worked because Gio is a uh, is a pos. No, it's you. you. You did it. Okay, thank you. This way, the love magic is risk free because the operator has complete command of the situation. I trust you to have complete command of the situation. <laughs> You're an idiot. However, okay. <laughs> to a significant extent, your safety depends on the enchanter that you consult. Ooh. My safety depends on you in this case. Okay. Good luck. In some eyes, the specialists, the challenges posed by the voodoo love spell are something of a cliche that their client will inevitably have to face. Because of this, experienced spell practitioners are the preferred option because they provide some level of security. Now, there are... Huh? We can browse hundreds of levels of spellcasters. Oh, we got to pay for this. I don't want to pay. Can't I just like, find it on Wikipedia? I'm not paying for, for voodoo. Well, if you want stuff to work, you got to pay for it. We're taking the show to New Orleans. <laughs> they can help us there. Last time I was in New Orleans, it didn't work out too well. I actually did. We won the win the Sugar Bowl. See? Yeah. Magic. Because I was going to say, the first time I was there, we didn't work out too well. We lost the Final Four. I was there too, though. Maybe yeah. our, our our energy was just counteracting, counterintuitive, counterproductive. My energy was pretty much drunk the whole time. Yeah, so was mine. That's what I, that, I think that was our issue. <laughs> I lost my car the day of the game. We I weren't focused find on it. the love. We were focused on the alcohol. <laughs> I was focused on trying to find my rental. Texas says, did you see what Paul George said recently? Something like a lot of NBA players could play in the NFL, but no NFL player could make it in the NBA. Say what? And a lot of players in the NBA could play in the NFL, but not the NFL could play in the NBA. That's what he's saying. I mean, we've seen basketball players go to the NFL, NFL level. I mean, we've seen football players play in the NBA, too. I mean, we saw Antonio Gates, who'd never played. No, he was basketball to football. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, he, we've seen basketball to football. I don't right. think we've seen football to basketball. Well, a shorter Charlie Ward. Yeah, that's that's who yeah. didn't even get drafted in the NFL and was a first round pick in the NBA and played multiple years in the NBA at the point guard position. I feel like we've seen guys like Julius Peppers probably couldn't have been an NBA guy, but he was a really effective college basketball player. Well, it's, it's, yeah, you're that kind of athlete. You can be effective in college basketball right. or in high school basketball for that matter. But I mean, I guess yeah. I mean. Paul George didn't want him. He's too, he's too wimpy. Yeah, I mean, come on. <laughs> Get over it. 
Texas says 502-414-1450. Texas says, Mike, this can make you smile since you're Red Sox. Hey, one game winning streak. Remember when Pete Rose was on WrestleMania and he made fun of the Boston Red Sox fans, then Kane yeah. came out and tombstone Pete Rose straight to hell. That became a running gag, by the way. I believe it's Pete Rose's birthday today, too. Is it really? I think I saw that. You hate Pete today. Rose. I'm not a big Pete Rose fan. I like Pete Rose, but uh, I just like him because my grandpa liked him, and he was one of his favorites when I was growing up. But uh, Yeah, that was a running gag after he did that. Uh, I think they did it for like four or five other times where he just kept trying to attack Kane, and Kane would just tombstone him. <laughs> I think once he came out dressed like the San Diego chicken. And I do remember that now. Kane now that you say that. Yeah. It got to the point where I think, I don't know when they stopped it. I guess they were like, all right, Kane's the mayor and Pete Rose is like 90. So maybe we should <laughs> stop doing this now. It is his but, birthday. How old do you think Pete Rose is today? Um, first, first of all, happy birthday. Second, I'll say 89. 82. 82. Okay. 82. Still up there. But still kicking. Still doing, kicking. Doing well. Still not fully admitting gambling. Probably too old to get tombstoned. <laughs> not necessarily. I watched my young one time to get a power bomb through a table at like ninety. And that was a woman. <laughs> that, 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 that was when Bubba Ray was going through his. I'm going to just power bomb women through tables and then go into this like trance look. Ah, the ruthless aggression era. That, yeah. What what a, what a time to be around, right? Texas. I'm on a flight with Kamari Lands right now. He's a very polite guy. Who does Trevor think is the most polite cards player of all time, and who is the least? <laughs> most polite of all time. Who's the most polite Cardinal player? I feel like it should be a walk-on. <laughs> like, currently on the roster, or just all time? He says of all time. Oh, good Lord. I don't know. Um, least polite, I'll say Jerome Harmon. Is that personal experience? No, just a guess. Oh, you're just guessing. Yeah, he's there one year out of Gary, Indiana. I uh, heard some stories. Uh, the most polite, I'm going to go pageant. Honestly, David was my answer. Yeah, I was. Saying, he could, I could see him being very polite and, and very very respectful. He's like the nicest dude alive. Um, I, like least polite, just personal experience, I would say Terrence Williams. was just Terrence is a good one. The opposite of polite. And even when he was like entertaining and, and more likable at UofL, he certainly was not polite. I don't know. This might come up. I kind of want to throw Reese Gaines in there a little bit. I've had some some stories interactions with Reese. So I haven't. I, I I've only had like social interactions with him. I've never had like like when he was playing here. Obviously, I didn't. I didn't this I was ran into him a couple of times. Circa his playing days is when I when mine were. Yeah. So you're saying least polite? He'd be on the list, but I wouldn't put him at the top. Terrence okay. is a good one. That that should have thought of that one. Yeah. Texas nice weather in Louisville today. Do you think KP broke ninety on the golf course? Preston Knowles maybe. <laughs> I'm sorry, what was the last one? It says, nice weather in Louisville today. Do you think KP broke 90 on the golf course? <laughs> he does love Cardinal Club. Is he in Africa still? No, he's like, he's in town. Okay, good. He is. I, I feel like I, every time I've got friends who play Cardinal Club, they're like, I see KP, saw KP out there today. I'm like, well. I think Scoots played golf today. Maybe. I, I called last night, and he was like, you just caught me right from my bedtime. And I was like, I just wanted to catch you before you started reenacting Friends. Scoots has been working. <laughs> <laughs> I was thinking about that last night. I'm like, just getting more and more ideas. I can't help but be watching it. I was just watching a few minutes of like a big bang rerun. I'm Dingus. Like, Scoots we need is doing to cook. <laughs> Scooter. We need to cook. Or they do movies too. <laughs> Scooter's plane spun out. <laughs> oh, Lord, Matt. There were no survivors. <laughs> nice bull. <laughs> <laughs> Did they do Marywood Children? 
Scoots. <laughs> what do you want, roommate? I don't know his roommate's name. <laughs> He's Thomas. <laughs> Just how they spend all their nights. It's it's the like the, the way that I view it in my head. I guarantee is not the way that they're actually talking about. <laughs> no. it, but it's way more. Fun. And also, I don't know why I feel like it's like they had cable for like a month and then they lost it, and now that's what they do. They just reinvent. They just react to shows that they watched that month. I mean, I lived with <laughs> I, I lived with two dudes in a house in my mid twenties. I, I can tell you, we never reenacted TV shows together. It just never happened. It never came up. Uh, but we had some good times. Uh, Texture says, did TK say that he drove into work on the Watterson with his shirt pulled over his head? Did you say yes. that? Yes. I, I didn't catch that. I must not have been listening. Well, it was like, it's not over my head. Like, like hold on. I got to take the headset off there. So I was like driving and like, I'm hot. So I'm like driving like this. <laughs> so you got the shirt. Look how hairy that is. The shirt behind you. Yeah, you got hairy chest. I, I've seen your chest too many times. Say it again. I've seen, you can put, pull the shirt. Oh yeah. Yeah. My bad. I've seen the chest. <laughs> I've seen your chest way too many times on this show. Uh, you so you you pulled that the, the shirt. Why would you do that? You pulled the shirt behind your head. Yeah, because I was hot. I was like, I was so I was pushing. The, I wanted the air to get on me. You thought you had a hairy chest. I told you I had you beat. Ah, uh, he's like, put, we put the shirt down first. Yeah, I can't talk to you with your shirt behind your neck. <laughs> it's, it's just the front of my shirt. Yeah, so people were driving, and another thing that sucks is like I'm this. My mom's car's low. So I had trouble like seeing also at the left, like the the driver's side, like rear uh, side mirror, like so I was kind of like praying every time I switched lanes. Yeah, Texas. So is Mambo Number no. Five really a voodoo song? Are these the real Mambos he's talking about? Maybe. <laughs> is he trying to cast love spells on uh, a who, little bit of Monica? In Monica my life? in his life, yeah. A little bit of Sheila by my side. Yeah, a little bit of Erica. I don't know where Erica was doing. Where was Erica? Who knows? <laughs> Isn't it the song you played in the jukebox? No, 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 that was my buddy who played basketball at Dayton. They were up there playing. But that was the song, right? Yeah, they they played it. They were going getting ready to play St. Joe's when St. Joe's was undefeated and number one in the country. And he's like, "We knew we we're gonna get smashed." And like we're at at like the bar and like we played Mambo Number no. Five like seven times in a row. <laughs> and the the bar owner came over and was like, "I know that it's been you guys. If you play that GD song one more time, because <laughs> like somebody else is like their song started playing and like his buddy who was on the team who actually was Keith Waskowski, he was really good. He was like, "I just put in like five more dollars worth of Mambo Number no. Five. So he's like, "We knew we had like fifteen minutes. And like sure enough, like like it stopped after like some rap songs on. It was like, ladies and gentlemen." This is Mambo number five. And the guy's like snapping his He's like, you guys, out. I mean, is there, is that, is, that's in the top of the list, like some of the songs, the most annoying songs to play on repeat. Right? Oh, yes. Oh, right there, like what, Macarena maybe? And uh, what was he, I know you've never seen PCU, but like when, when Jeremy Pippins locks them all in the room, David uh, lock, locks all the, the, the bad guys in the room, he plays, you know, Afternoon Delight on repeat 99 times. Yeah. <laughs> they seem like throwing a chair through the window to get out. <laughs> we had we went to in college. My our we had a we had a friend there who like one of our roommates sophomore year who like did the the college thing where he had like his first real serious girlfriend and he became like all about the girlfriend and she was over there all the time and they were in his room together and we had to go out and we were like gonna go play it was a night out like intramural softball or something it was, like a week night and my buddy put endless love on uh, his speakers on repeat and just locked our door so he couldn't get in there to turn it off. <laughs> He, you think of you think of Happy Gilmore? Of you course, think? yeah. Who doesn't? How could you not? <laughs> uh, Texture says voodoo has not been scientifically proven to have actual effects in test subjects. Do you know what has though? 
hypnosis? Uh, hypnosis is fake. Hypnosis is not fake. Then prove again. Where where are all these hypnotists at? Well, they don't. They don't. I'm challenging you to come to me. They want somebody who's going to be not combative. Oh, I'm sorry. We'll put out. Am I not going to play along with your little game of me under the spell? Well, yeah, it doesn't work if you're not. If you're not, I'll willing play. To I'll try. pretend like everyone else does. Miss Zach, hypnotists are like the who's the guy that used to talk to the spirits? The Edwards dude, John Edward. They're not. That's, that's the same thing. You do just use cold reading. I'm hearing, yeah. a, I'm hearing a sound. I'm hearing a sound. <laughs> Gerald! Does he have dark hair? No. Light hair? Yes! <laughs> South Park. He's saying something about the money. Something about the money. It's like everybody has something about the money. That's when the aliens came and take him? Yeah, he's the biggest douche in the universe. Yeah. <laughs> Texas, if not Louisville, I hope Hunter Dickinson ends up at Kansas and teams up with Grady Dick to form the Dick and Dickinson connection. Grady Dick, I, I hate to break this day. It's not going to be at Kansas next year. But I like the joke. I'm just thinking this. Oh, <laughs> uh, just the, some of the sound bites just in my head right now with those two names. <laughs> um, I did see someone post. I think it was the Schwab, just like something out there, like in the middle of the night that was that caught my attention. He just put like five names in our transfer portal. It was like Dickerson and um, your dude from Oral Roberts, and, Max Asmus. Yeah, and I can't remember the names he had on the list. And he was like. You could buy all five of these guys and have your starting lineup right now with no rights. Maybe. I mean, could you imagine having that line? I mean, the lineup he put, it was just like, that's, I mean, that's a top 10 lineup right there. Max A. Smith, by the way, is visiting. It sounds like he is, it just makes sense. Kansas State. He looks like he's going to try to to fill the role left behind by Marquise Noel. He's taking an official visit there over the weekend. Okay. Um, it seems like a, I mean, we said it right when he announced he was going to the portal. I was like, that just seems like a logical fit if Kansas State wants to. To keep doing what they've been doing, but we'll see what happens there. Uh, Texas says guards, women's basketball edition. Um, the name that I've I've heard that's been out there, who had us on her list, the only name that I've seen recently uh, is Kiki Jefferson from James Madison, who was the the player of the year in the Sun Belt this past year. Now she's got a short list. Louisville made it. Um, she's got one. She's a grad transfer, basically like a COVID year player. She's got one season left of eligibility. But she's a big time scorer. She would help us out significantly. Six foot one guard. There's your uh, your women's transfer portal guard update. Uh, Texter says, "Remember when Gorgie would push in all the chairs in after press conferences? What a nice guy. I mean, Gorgie was the nicest guy. Maybe the nicest human being that's ever come through here. I also loved, and I don't know if this would count as not polite, but I love how Gorgie would admit that when he didn't want to like talk to reporters or answer a question, he would just say he didn't understand it because he didn't speak English. <laughs> the social excuse. Yeah, he would just be like. He was like, he's like, I don't know, I don't know. <laughs> I mean, I've told, I think I've told you a story about when we were doing a show at Cadoba, and we were there with Brian, and uh, of course Brian brought security guard with him, you know, because he had to. Brom, yeah, Brian oh, brought. Yeah, right. he still. He, if we brought him in here today, he'd still bring his. He bring a cop of armed guard. He'd come here like Mitch McConnell. <laughs> when we used to do the show at when we had the show at iHeart, and we were right across, like Terry Minor's studio was like where you are. Our studio is right next to him. And so Mitch McConnell would come in and go on his show or Matt Bevan or somebody. Mm. And they would have, you know, if you're like that high up, you have an armed security team. And so I would like, sometimes during breaks, I would go out and go to the bathroom. And, like somebody would like, like stand outside to like make sure they had eyes on me. When I was <laughs> taking a piss. Would you like stop and like look around for things to mess with them? He's like, what? I think you're going to turn around quick and don't. <laughs> but that's what Brian Brown would bring in here. For uh, but but the point of the story was, was that we talk about nice, nice little players. Uh, and I think I don't remember. It was at some point during the show. I don't know if Brian was even there still or not. 
uh, Edgar Sosa can't stop by there to actually just get lunch and then join us for like 20 minutes on the show. I've said this before. I'll say it again. Like Sosa is the biggest disparity between like his on-court persona, which Louisville fans hated mm. when he was playing here, and off-court persona. Like he's one of the nicest Louisville players that's ever yeah. come through. Like awesome, dude. super nice guy. Would talk to you for like never thought he was better than you. Like would just talk to you for like hours about basketball. Like incredibly nice guy and. The way he played though was was so frustrating for a lot of, and I got frustrated with Edgar too. But just off like off the court, totally different. Person. And we can cross genders. Angel McCautry is an angel, and she's appropriately named. I've loved always having talking to her. She's always been sweet as, as can be with me. You get some mixed some mixed stuff there with from her. Angel. Yeah, I've I've never had a bad. I've never had a problem. I mean, she's every time I've reached out to her, she's always been like, "Hey, I'll come on," and yada yada. And mm-hmm. That's been a while. I haven't talked to her, but I mean, do you enjoy her rap music? I've not heard of rap music. We'll play some during the break. Okay. I didn't know she did rap music. I got to see her at U of L, like, I'd see her at U of L game or something, and she'd say hi. So, I mean, it's always nice. This is Mike, didn't you all tell the story of when you and Danny saw Reese Gaines after the Derby, and Danny goes, Reese, I picked fun. He said, yes. This, this was a, it was senior year of high school. So, this was Reese's senior year of college. Which would be 01, right? No, no, 03. Oh, th- okay. Like, what am I talking about? Yeah. This is when Reese was, like, on top of the world. Like, he had just, like, he'd led Louisville basketball back. He was an All-American. We won Conference USA. We were a four seed. Like, he was riding high. And we had, like, my senior year of high school, we did, like, full-on Oaks and Derby back-to-back. I don't know how we just survived. But, like, I mean, we're 20s. very – we're Well, no, we're senior high school. I'm Even 18, better. Uh, it's 18 and 17. So, like, we're leaving Derby. We're just floating at this point. And Danny was obsessed with Funny Side. He'd called it all, like, spring. And we see Reese coming out of, like, the, the fancy seats. He's got a full blue suit on. He's got two girls on his arm. Nice. And my and Danny is just like Reese, Reese, like yelling at his face <laughs> until he finally looks at him. He has no idea what to say. He realizes that he hasn't thought this through at all, and he's like Reese, I had funny side. And Reese just nods at him and keeps walking. I was like, I was like, you completely blew it. You blew it. Reese hates us forever now. That's why he didn't come on the podcast. He still he'll never come on the pod. I will take a break when we come back. <laughs> Hour number two, more of your guys' text, and then we'll play this Mark Ivey clip and react to it from yesterday's spring practice. And maybe we can get a couple updates. Uh, quick, Real quick update. Pierce Clarkson, according to Keith Wynn, fully suited, fully participating, ready to go. We'll hear something about how he's looking coming up after the break. It's Mike Rutherford Show on a Friday here on 1450 and 96.1 The Big X. Oh, baby, baby, it's a wild world. It's hard to get by. Do. 
God bless the cruise down in Africa. Do we know how to say his last name yet? <laughs> Abbas. Abbas. I don't a like Abbas because we think of the math thing. I think it's a boss. I'm gonna call a boss. Do you remember the boss? <laughs> Can we just call him the boss? Do you remember the math thing now? After we got it. Yeah, it's uh. Oh crap. Um, this is the most embarrassing brain fart I've had this week. Because <laughs> so, we have one that John people are so pissed in the text. Well, we should know it. Like, I, I just completely forgot. But John Abacus. Abacus. There you go. You nailed it. Abacus. We got there. Somewhere in there, yeah. But John John plays with one like every single day. Yeah, I mean, who doesn't? Who's never been to a dentist? Uh, like a kid's dentist, uh, dentist office or doctor's office, and there wasn't one in the you know room. you know they don't have those anymore. Really? Yeah, I guess because they realized like all these sick kids putting their hands all over the <laughs> was maybe a little counterproductive. Like the little wood like car thing, and you... yeah, they don't have those anymore. They have TVs and stuff, but they don't have like the communal toys. Do they still have like magazines, like highlight uh, uh, highlights for kids? Remember those? I don't think they do anymore. It's it's kind of a boring waiting room. Well, that sucks. Yeah, I mean, being sick should not be a shared experience. I mean, who cares if the the kids are? Touching the toys, they're at the doctor's office already. What's the point? Right, they don't, you know, you know, they, they may have all sorts of different diseases. Who cares? If they just give them to each other. I mean, yeah, you're about to go to the doctor, so you're going to get it cured. If I've got a, you know a common cold, some kid coming in with like just I don't know, terrible flu. Who cares if he just gives it to my kid? Yeah, you're in the doctor. Thank you. <laughs> in total agreement. Yes, come on. I mean, yeah, come on. Society um, getting so wimpy. It is going to be a, the weather is perfect today. It looks like it's going to be a fantastic weather weekend as well. Uh, if you don't have plans for tomorrow, consider heading out to Lynn Family Stadium. It's going to be a fantastic atmosphere. It's a rematch of last year's USL Championship Final when uh, Lou City is going to host San Antonio FC. 7.30 p.m., boys in purple looking for a little bit of revenge. San Antonio put it on them pretty good last year in the Championship Final. It's also college night if you arrive early at Lynn Family Stadium going to be privy to $2 beers as well as a t-shirt giveaway and you can stay late afterwards enjoy a silent disco and some other yard games in the fan zone should be a, f- a fantastic evening all together 7:30 lucidity versus San Antonio FC let's get some revenge let's win this bad boy let's get it going i mean yeah i think the San Antonio team's going to call themselves the Alamos cuz we're going to take them down and nobody's going to remember them and no one will remember them you ever been to the Alamo no, I have. I've never been to San Antonio. It's, it's actually I, one of the, actually one of my favorite places. I would like to go back to. I did. A I remember your your Alamo knowledge shocked me like a year ago when we had this conversation. But it did annoy me. I think I told you like when I was there, like I just wanted to see like the 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 famous picture, like the front of the the mission. You know that you see like when you see Alamo pictures. Yes. And like I, I wanted my picture in front of that. And like I remember the locals, the local people down there were just like when I was trying to describe it, they're like, "What the hell are you talking about?" I'm like, yeah. you know, the thing that's on the on the front of every pic, not every damn po- sales postcards over there trying to sell me that picture right there. I want to be remembered, <laughs> and I couldn't do it because they were doing like a construction or something on it, and like I, you had to go into another way to, to, to tour the Alamo. Everyone, and I couldn't get that. But I was so mad. Everyone says it's very small. It is small, and it was I don't want to say it was underwhelming, but because as a kid I thought it was really cool. I mean, I was what, I think I was what thirteen when I went there, twelve maybe. I was twelve, so. I mean, it was, but it was still, yeah, I'd, I want to go back. I remember the Riverwalk being really cool. Going, yeah, people like the Riverwalk. Yeah. I guess then, those are the two things. I went to the Japanese Gardens, which was really cool. Okay. Um, quick update from stream practice. Keith uh, texted in. He, he, he says they've got. Keith's had birthday coming up. 
Keith does? Yeah. Oh, that's right. You guys are right there. Because we share the same birthday. No, me and his wife share the birthday, right? Or is it him? I think it's you and his I think it's No, me and him share a birthday, but him. his wife is my last name. That's what it is. Yeah. That's what it me is. Me and Ken me, me and yeah, me and Ken are just like intertwined in all other ways. Well, it's not Ken. <laughs> his brother is it? Second time. <laughs> He hears it a lot. I know. And for the record, I knew your brother before I knew you, buddy. <laughs> Didn't you call him Ken? When I, I think so, the, yeah. Because his brother used to hang out at Pizza Box when I worked there, yeah. His brother's a good guy. Yeah. Uh, way cooler than Keith. Well, I mean, it's in the bar wrong. Way more successful. <laughs> better in every regard than Keith. Uh, but Keith's at practice right now. Pierce Clarkson fully dressed out. Also, they've got officials there so he's assuming that they're going to do a little bit of scrimmaging which should be okay. fun to see um he says that josh minkins is the only player working out on the side right now uh not fully participating says caleb johnson is out there playing well looking good uh but we'll have some good insight from this the scrimmage that's going to come later in practice so we'll, we'll, we'll catch up with keith uh i want the fact pl- that he's just dressed is a good thing though right i mean it's clarkson yeah for sure. Yeah. I mean, and also, like, we haven't had an open practice for over a week now, so he could have been going like, full bore this entire week. We, we don't know. But I'm, I'm very curious to see how he looks going at what should be near 100%. So uh, excited to hear the latest of that. I mean, the quarterbacks are the – I saw the, the pass that Jack Plummer threw to Katara Six earlier this week in that little clip. Plummer, I mean, I don't know how it's going to translate to the game. I, I thought the same thing when I watched him play at Cal – he throws a beautiful ball. Like he, he he looks like the the way that Keith put it when he was on the show last week. Like he just he looks like a quarterback. Like the build, the look of him, the way that he stands tall in the pocket, the well, delivery. Got the, the the measurements too. Of your exact. You know. He he just looks like the prototypical like generic TV show quarterback. Like yeah. the guy you look at, and you're like, oh, that, that guy play. Like he th- he throws a really good deep ball, and we'll see. Hopefully this year, how he performs when he's got more time to throw and he's not under constant pressure. Like he was at Cal last year, and it seems like he's going to have some some solid weapons as well. Oh, I can't wait! I'm so pumped for football season. I am too, and this is going to get you more pumped. Oh. Mark, Mark Ivy talking to the media um, uh, again. I think this is the most notable comment that's been made this entire spring because Mark Ivy is a guy who had a very close personal relationship with Scott Satterfield. He's known him since 1991. He came here from App State with Satterfield, and you know, virtually everybody who came here with Scott. Wound up going to Cincinnati when he left. Ivy's the the, the holdout. Like he's the one holdover. He, he's the guy who stayed here to coach the defense in the bowl game, chose to stick it out with Jeff Brom when Brom got the job, and now he's sitting here saying, "Look, I, I love Scott. I'm not gonna talk bad about him." But the energy, the enthusiasm around the program, it's just been different these last four months than it was was when Scott was here. Here's the entire clip. This is Mark Ivy talking to the media after practice uh, earlier this week. I've known him since 1991, but I'll tell you this. And it's, uh, it's been cool to see because we had some good things that happened, some good things going on. But there's no comparison to what's going on right now, the energy, the enthusiasm, uh, not just in the building, that's easy and evident, but in the city. You know, to be around uh, seeing what's going on in, in the friendly confines of Louisville, knowing that uh, the Brom family is back home, uh, Coach Brom, Jeff Brom being at the head of it. It's just exciting knowing what everybody's input thoughts and enthusiasm are because it's a different feel even when I walk my dog around the block so you know it's uh it's kind of neat I see Jody up there walking sometimes so I'm sure he senses that too but it is really good and I'm glad I get to be a part of that I appreciate coach Brom uh allowing me an opportunity to stick with these kids because some great kids here love these players uh 
they're, they're, they're some great human beings, good football players too, but some great people. Um, so I'm, I'm really ecstatic to be able to be a part of that, stick around and, and keep seeing it grow. Well, it was great because I was hoping to get a job. So I, you know, I, it didn't bother me at all. I, you know, I, I'm, I, I try to relate to all the players as best I can. Right now, I got to lock in on, on my unit, so I'm spending my time. You know, I'm, I'm kind of a in my lane guy. I don't I don't see much else that's going on other than two guys that are standing out there at practice. But when you walk in the weight room and all that kind of stuff, you know, I'm, I just remember when I was a player, there were some other coaches that didn't coach me. They were other position coaches, and I still remember them. George Edwards, who's coached in the NFL for a long time, and he would always come by and say something positive to me, and I'd be like, you know what, maybe I'm not such a piece of garbage. So that would make me remember, hey, I'm going to keep fighting, I'm going to keep working out. I, I love this staff, I love my teammates, I'm going to keep playing. So I try to have that as best I can, you know, with, with the guys uh, when it's possible. So, it, you know, to see that it resonated with some of them, that, that was great, you know, and it is good. One thing that's, that's pretty awesome is, uh, you know, Coach Brom is very, very active uh, with our defensive staff. Uh, he comes in on a day-to-day -day basis, and, and it's just talking ball. You know, he talks to Coach English. He talks to each one of us. He's got questions about things, and it's, it's really fantastic, you know. And it's like Coach English says, we, we learn a lot from him because he's sharing different things about, hey, here's what you should be doing. Here's what bothers us. So that's, uh, that's, that's one thing. Um, you know, I, I don't I mean, I hadn't really thought about it because I'm just doing this right now. I hadn't really tried to put it in, hey, what were we doing? But it's just – uh, I mean, I, I do feel like it's it's some different offensive schemes that are going to benefit the guys that, that they'll be able to do well with. And then I, I do feel like what we're doing now, and I loved our old defense. I, I would never bash anything or, or, or say anything bad about any of it. But I do feel like what we're doing is going to benefit the personnel that we have defensively. Uh, so I think that'll be a positive thing. And I think the kids like it. And I really do. I think they like the energy and the vibe. You know, Coach English is a high-energy guy, and it's, it's just fun to be around. It's fun for me. So I feel like if you're a 18 to 22-year-old, it's going to be fun for you as well. That was Mark Rivey uh, talking to the media earlier this week. I think it was after Wednesday's practice and uh, a lot there. The most notable thing, I think, is you know, he's not – he's a guy who has been close with Scott Satterfield, like he said, since 1991. He's not going to take any direct shots at him. But at the same time, like you can't help but read into the fact that he's like the energy is is better, the excitement's better, and it's not just within this program. You feel it when you walk around the city. You know that there's more build up here. He also said some things about you know Jeff being very active with the, the defensive personnel, with you know being involved in, in the defense, talking to players more, talking to the coaches more. He likes the scheme that Ron English has put in place. Uh, it just like, you can't hear that and not be even more enthusiastic about what's coming this fall than than you already were. I know it's kind of like the, like the last. And this is not, I don't mean to knock against Satterfield. You can take it as one if you want, but like it's like the last few years, we've been kind of like, like looking like Jack Nicholson in that picture. Like we just kind of like half. A, <laughs> we've been like half asleep. You know, hair's kind of disgruntled. You know, we're like you know. We're, we're like, you know, like, we're like, you know, like a Jason Siegel after he got dumped by Sarah Marshall. You know, we're kind of like, you know, like we're sitting on the couch in sweatpants. We just don't, we're kind of like, we're kind of sleepwalking through it. We're not horrible because we're keeping our head above water. You know, we're not like on a, you know, a program suicide watch or something like that. But, but we're just kind of like, you're not our best. We're in a rut. You're in a rut. And like, like now we're like Jason Siegel when he gets on the treadmill and he starts doing the, 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 the you know, the plate and gets, starts putting it in and gets that people over and. You know, we, we, we've kind of woken up. We fixed our hair. We, we took a shot. You know, we, we drank some coffee. Now we're kind of awake. We're ready to go. And we've energized. That's not kind of like Brahm has done this. He's like giving us a shot of adrenaline right in the butt. And we're like, 
boom, we're ready to go now. We're not sleeping with random women who want us to choke them anymore. No, It'd no, make us no. feel bad about ourselves. We're re- <laughs> we're ready for the real thing. We're back. Did we cry after sex in one of them? <laughs> in, in one of them, yeah, that, that montage. Like, <laughs> Do you want to choke me? <laughs> kind of now. <laughs> I forget about the uh, one night stand montage. It's kind of the forgotten part of the movie. We've moved on from that. <laughs> yeah. To like, this is okay for now, but it's not really, we're not fulfilled. Now we found Mila Kunis and we're happy. We're looking for the best relationship of our lives. Yeah. We're, we're looking for the real deal now. And we're looking in the long haul. We want Jeff Brom to be here winning championships until he's 95. That's that's where we are. I feel, I feel like, we, yeah. I, so I get, I get what he's talking I mean, yeah. It, it's a new energy that we've gotten. It's something I think that's, yeah, I just can't wait. I mean, I've talked about it myself. Like everything he described, like the he he does. If I could just describe it myself in his voice, I would do it. I like Mark Ivy a lot too. Like yeah. like, like you said yesterday, when you hear him talk, you can just tell he's a defensive guy. Like like oh yeah, that's D line guy. That's that's you know, you know what he's about. You can almost see him when he's talking, and he clearly has such a good relationship with the players. It was evident during the the build up to the bowl game and the way the defense played for him against Cincinnati. I also think it's important to have a holdover from, you know, we went through such a, I know you hate Brian Brown, but we went through this this period where the defense was bad and we just started having, seeing results last year. That's because Scotty, Scott took over the D. Scott, yeah, it was all Scott. I mean, but like, you, <laughs> I, I wanted to have somebody come back from that success to, to try and bridge. I know we're playing an entirely different scheme, but we've got a lot of the same pieces, especially up front from last year's team. I think it was important to have at least one consistent coach stick around from that and to help with this transition process, who these kids clearly trust. And and they clearly, they play for Mark Ivey. We saw how hard the defense played in that game against Cincinnati. Yeah. Like, I think having him here was is, is no small thing. I couldn't be more excited that he chose to stick around. And then when you hear him talk, when you hear that passion, it just makes it, I think even more worthwhile that, that he stuck around. Like I said, he's got he's got that voice of a manly man. He does. I mean, he's yeah. that type of guy I could see him just go to a restaurant, like stick a fork in a steak and pick it up and start eating it. Yeah, I mean, he would just you know, he could look at me and I'd be like, okay, I'll go sit in the corner if you want me to. Yeah, like, I'm, that's, so, I'm sorry. I'm, I'm my apologies. Some tells me he doesn't go AAA. He changes the tire. Do you want my car? <laughs> if you'd like to have it, it's yours. <laughs> Here's my shoes. That's 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 who Mark <laughs> Ivy is. But I, I love. I love those comments. I love. I thought they were very insightful. Um, they make me feel, like I said, even more excited about this fall than I already was, and I was pretty damn excited. Now, do you get the same excitement when you take Penny for a walk as he does when he takes his dog for a walk? For yes. The neighbors? People want to talk. I, I, I say that like people do. The people that I know, yeah, are, are, who live around us, they they do want to stop and they want always want to talk to you about sports. And I I definitely get the sense that there's more excitement about football than there has been the last few years. Good. Just understandably so. Like it's just. I mean, I guess it. I guess it, it you can do. Are, are you getting more questions about what do you think about the football team coming up than you do the basketball? Is that? Oh no, no. no. People, people want want to know what's going on with basketball constantly. <laughs> are you kidding me? Are we gonna fire this guy? I'm like, I don't. I don't make the call, Steve. I don't know. You ever, you ever just made up stuff to people just to, just to humor them. Like, no. what do you think? <laughs> Yeah, you do that phrase, they're going to go on a message board and put a quote or something on you? Not really. I'm probably more honest in those conversations than I am. like Because you know, these are people that I, I know that I don't think they're going to run and be like, Mike Rutherford said. And if they do, I'll, I'll stop telling them stuff. But, <laughs> don't do that. I'll text them for a source. <laughs> no, but usually it, it is like, you know, especially during the season, like, are you going to win a damn game? I'm like, I, I don't have the answers for you. Uh, it's still a lot of basketball talk, but there's definitely – the, the more positive talk, for sure, is with football. There's no question about that. Um, 
I'm looking at looking at Keith's now. If you want to follow him on Twitter, if you're not blocked already, uh, at Keith underscore win. <laughs> he didn't block me. I hope not. You never know. It doesn't take much. Keith will Keith pulls the trigger pretty quickly. Uh, but I'm, I can relate to that. It's, it's it's something we share in common again. Yeah, but you just block like random people. Yeah, that you block. don't want to see. He blocks people like if you respond to him the wrong oh, way. Oh no, he's, no, he's done. You say something stupid or insult me, I'm not going to block you for that. I have no problem with that. I just block the people that say stupid stuff just in general. Yeah, yeah. but mostly I don't block them. I'm I take that back. I mute people. I try to, but the only people I really do block nowadays are the one. Anytime you put an ad on my feed that I don't follow you, I block a lot of the ads. You get, if I see you on my my news feed and I don't follow you, you're getting blocked. I'm getting, and this, I mean, in the last several months, and this isn't like a oh Elon, like, but it kind of is. Like, like I, I get so much spam on Twitter now. Like every other com, like every single time I tweet, I have at least three that are like, check out my gambling picks for blah 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 blah, nah. or like those. The women who are like, you want to see more? And it's like, to click my sensitive photo. And I'm like, geez. Like, but it's... Okay, did you click on it? <laughs> I mean, I have before. Okay, say so I'm here. <laughs> but it's, uh, usually it's like the same, it's like the same two pictures over yeah, and over I and know. over. So I just block all those accounts. Um, But like, yeah, I feel like I'm seeing more and more spam. And also like the results when you click on a trending topic. Like now it's just, it's a lot of spam out there. A lot of just weird accounts that I'm just, I've just started blocking because I'm like, I don't want to see you on my timeline. Now I did get a message, uh... <laughs> From somebody the other day on Twitter, what was it at? And this this could be fake. I don't know. They think they're very handsome. And they'd like to, uh, to meet up sometime soon. Yeah, I mean it's a very attractive relationship. Hi, this is my first arrival in the city, and I don't have any friends around. Uh, I don't. You, you I, think there's a chance that this is real? Or are you I don't. Just joking. I, here's the point. I don't want to click on the rest of the message <laughs> to see what it says because I'm afraid that it'll go too far. I wouldn't. I mean, can I can I not trust? At Z J T W O one O O K B C I K. No, that sounds legit. Like that. <laughs> after you read the name, that's what sold me. I'm trying to look at this now, and say, I just read this on there. I'm like, is this something like backwards and dirty? Maybe. I'm like, yeah. I don't think it is. I think it's just one of those. If there are a million numbers, those random letters. Yeah, numbers. If there's a million random letters and numbers. It's typically you're good to go. It's it's legit. Now I did get one from uh, an actual name of person, and just says, hey. Well, those are always good. <laughs> that one you can click on, right? I've been looking at your page recently, and I think that <laughs> I love the ones. My favorite ones, like the Twitter spam, is, is somebody's just so good. Hello, stranger. It's my first time to send a message to someone. The, it's it's like a, a, a Japanese animation picture. The Twitter spams are very transparent. The my favorite spam are the Instagram ones because it, like it'll be like a, a lengthy DM from like clothing wear it's like hey bro your page is sick like we need to collab right now like i think you could with you and like the hottest look and he's responding to like a picture of my son closing the gate or something like, like it's the most uh, i'm like oh was that picture of my daughter what you saw like me looking fresh like was this how we're gonna collab it's just it, the instagram ones are way worse than the twitter ones you're just reading through your messages now you're not paying any attention dear friend i'd like to invite you to trading international discussion group <laughs> that one's real that was oh that's real. they listen to the show very clearly. Are you just now reading all of your messages? If you need an online job, I'm Lou in town. <laughs> I'm like, what the hell? Yeah, I've got, I didn't know I had so many of these. Yeah, the message requests are... Like, because they get blocked. Like, I just... Yeah, yeah you got the request. Yeah, and I, I didn't realize I had so many in here. I the was sad like, thing is, like, I get a lot of legit message requests, and so if I don't see you and, like, I don't respond, it's not... I'm not ignoring you, I promise. I just I haven't gotten... Yeah, I just... As I'm scrolling through here, there are some, I'm pretty sure, yeah, that aren't... I, I can guarantee 
Like one's talking about like go bird. I, I've got somebody saying something about Louisville, a couple Louisville's in here. Yeah. One person asking me from I don't know how old this is, like where the hell is the pod? <laughs> I mean, Sounds about right. <laughs> I don't think that's the spam. I think and I'm sorry I didn't reply to you. I just I honestly didn't know it was sitting in there. Didn't see it. Yeah. Didn't see it. Um Blame Z O one C C K was real. <laughs> you start responding to these people. Just do it. <laughs> now I'm looking at mine. It's like here's a a player from Bracken County to keep an eye on. I, these are my favorite ones. I'm like, I can't recruit for U of O. Bracken County too. <laughs> like I can't. There were a lot of people who were putting pressure on me to like get Gabe Siska, the Ballard Star scholarship offer from U of L. Like, he going to IO? Wasn't he going to IO? He something? didn't know where he's going. Oh. I'm like, I don't. Th- I I don't know how much power you guys think I wield here, but like I I can't. If I launched an all out campaign to get Gabe Siska a scholarship offer. It would do nothing to move Kenny Payne and company. Like I, I can't, <laughs> yeah. I can't do it. Like, I think he's a great it player. Established that Kenny doesn't listen to us. He does not. Like I, and even if he did, he wouldn't. He certainly wouldn't like take what we say to heart. But well, you know, I know, he, I know he does listen to us, but he doesn't like because he's commented on us on um, things I've said on a press conference. Yeah, exactly. He's just he's like Trevor told me this. I heard Trevor saying <laughs> he didn't call me out by name, but I know he was talking to me. He looked at the camera and winked. Yeah, that was it. Hey, he, speaking he, about what he happened, made a TK sign with his hands. I know he says Sisk hasn't decided yet. What, what was the uh, where'd the thirty year old kid that went to, was at Ballard last year? Where'd he end up going? I have no idea. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah, the, yeah, I yeah. And I thought because he, he was looking at Iona too, wasn't he? I've got I, I don't remember. I've got no idea. I don't think he was a big time recruit. Well, I'm sure he wasn't. He was like he was my age. Yeah, he, I don't think he, I don't even know if he finished the year at Ballard. <laughs> so he could go to another high school. He kind yeah, he kind of just disappeared. <laughs> <laughs> then when he talks about him, he goes to Bowers like record books and it's, it's blank. <laughs> Probably went to Evangel Christian. <laughs> anyway. Okay. <laughs> what are you reading over there now? Nothing. Oh, you look distracted slightly. No, I'm, uh, I'm, I'm on the text line. Okay. Um, I tell you what, let's take a break. Before we do, I remind you guys about uh, our friends over at AirServe. If you have heating problems coming up this summer, this spring, uh, not heating problems. If you have air conditioning problems this summer, the spring, or heating problems, it gets, uh, it gets warm, it gets cold here. You never know what the weather's going to look like. It wrecks havoc on your system. If you find yourself in need of a quick fix in the middle of the night, only one place to go. It's AirServe. They have technicians available for you 24-7. Call them any hour, any day at 502-785-8600. Someone's going to be there to take your call, and a technician will be available to come out to your home, your place of business, fix your problem. You can also call them today and get a tune-up for just $49 the number again, 502-785-8600. We'll take a break. We'll come back. We'll take some text on the Thornton text line at 502-414-1450. It's the Mike Rutherford Show on a Feel Good Friday here on 
The women glow and the men plunder. I mean, are they are they Vikings? <laughs> she took him in, like you know, gave him a sandwich, and is like, "Do you come from the land down under?" He was six foot and full of muscle. He just smiled though. You speak of my language. And gave him a Vegemite sandwich. <laughs> he said, "I come from the land down under." Now the king, the king of nonsense lyrics is always going to be uh, Red Hot Chili Peppers. No one like does lyrics that mean no sense more than they do, and, and make it sound good. Okay. You ever listen to? I actually like thought of the lyrics of Red Hot Chili Peppers song. Sometimes, yeah. They don't really make sense ever. Sometimes they just make up words. I think <laughs> <laughs> just to make them rhyme. <laughs> of course, then again, the kid I thought Benjamin Sandwich was probably made up too. But <laughs> I had a my actually one of the guys I used to live with lived in both of them lived in Australia for a year, and one of them started a blog like kind of chronicling their their journeys and called it a uh, vegemite like this i was like that's pretty good i think about, I, i've never had have you, have you had i'm thinking to ask this before have you had a vegemite sandwich i've not they didn't like it they didn't recommend it i've heard it was bad yeah i bet one of my friends has had and he said it's disgusting it's like and a spread yeah. yeah like which makes me think also so I'm, I'm my group thread had an interesting post today okay asking the opinion of people cracker jacks good or bad um, and it made me think about because i don't think i've had cracker jacks since i was like Probably like ten. I lean slight good. It's not. It's not a hard lean for me. I, I like Cracker Jacks. When's the last time you had them? I mean, it's kind of like caramel popcorn. Is is the same? Okay, yeah, but just okay. with like more pretzels in there. As long as I had them, I don't even remember. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, it's probably been like fifteen years since I've had Cracker Jacks. I mean, as a kid, I liked them. I like caramel popcorn. I like cheese popcorn better though. No, I don't. You don't like I, cheese pop- You don't like smart food. No, I don't. Oh, I love smart food. Yeah, not a big fan. I know you've said this before. Oh, yeah, we've had them on it because yeah, our intern Jenna likes it, too. We just... Yeah, you also, you also stole like all the smart food. Yeah, we did. Yeah, we, there's no we here. You did. Shh. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, <laughs> Cracker Jacks I'm fine with, but I'm not like a a heavy, heavy Cracker Jacks guy. Now, you you do like the German roasted nuts, though, right? Um, I, I think we've talked about this, too. I don't, yeah. I don't think I've ever really had them. Okay. You just love the smell of them like everyone else. Exactly, but you didn't. You know, when, so when you would get the bit, I know you got it as a kid because I got them as a kid. I know you had to get the the big popcorn bit at Christmas time, but the the, the the you had the caramel, you had the butter, and you had the cheese popcorn. Yes, three piece. Yes, you got those. You got one of those as a kid, right? Oh yeah, I'll yeah. Talk. I mean, I think I feel like yeah, like every every youth in around our age has to have gotten one of those. Like if you didn't, you were probably just your parents just didn't love you. Mary got one as like a, a work gift, like last year. Yeah, you still, yeah, people still get them. Yeah. yeah. I, but so when you get, you wouldn't eat the cheese part. You would eat. Just I just like, eat the caramel one. Yeah. You wouldn't. You wouldn't even eat the butter ones. I eat the butter ones. I, I, not the cheese one. Okay. Yeah, it's not my thing. Caramel's my favorite though. I like. I like caramel too, but the, the cheese one's good. Yeah. All right. Now let's do some text. Uh, okay. We'll have some more updates. Give me here with the cough button real quick. Okay. Here you go. Cough. Get that out there. You feel better? A little bit. All right. I need my own cough button. That's just you're a little, a little choked up from from the, the the popcorn talk. Coming next week with the YouTube cameras.
Cough buttons in studio. And Are we really getting them next week? Or are you just gonna keep saying that? I've been saying that for a year and a half. I wasn't sure because I don't know about I don't know what tells me anything around here. I do not keep track of any of the running jokes in the show because <laughs> I, I don't like running. But I say every single day the same thing. <laughs> Come on, that was fun. I don't get a credit on that joke right there, Dan. I don't understand. Uh, we'll get that, and then also next week I'll be able to play sound off my own computer. It's gonna be I, great. I have a, a bot here. It says studio laptop. I, I can play it. I, it'll, it'll go over streaming. It'll it streaming out. Yeah, it won't go over the air. Yeah, over the air. That's right. I forgot. That's what it was. That's what. It, yeah, the very first day I was like, "Here we go," and then they were like, "Nope." I was like, "Well, <laughs> I don't think it showed up in the recording either for like the podcast." I was very excited about it. I was like, "I was like, the only reason he took the job." Pretty much, I had it all laid out. I had all like my sound like queued up, ready to go, and then just just didn't. Happen. Then you got left dependent on me, and then and uh, here we are now. Here we are with no audio. Nonsense radio for three hours a day. 502-414-1450 is the Thornton sex line. Texter says, do, do Scoots and his roommate, do they dress up for their TV show reenactments? I've got to know more. I've got to know more, too. Yeah. I'm going to say. Waited, all Scoots gave us yesterday when he weighed in was like, I can confirm that we do the reenactments. <laughs> but he was just confirming that they do like the, the cop show ones where they do the, the sobriety test. I need to know if these guys, these grown men, are acting out Breaking Bad scenes together like Tuesday nights at 11.30 in their living room. Well, That's I hope what I need not because then they're doing meth. But, uh... they're, not, they're not actually doing the drug. They're acting. Acting. <laughs> it's not real meth. Scooter, we need to cook. <laughs> yeah. uh, I don't think they dress up. I would say no one dress up. I could be wrong, though. Scoots may be more theatrical than I give them credit I for. I hope they do. Yeah. I hope they do. Texas, so while Kenny was on the golf course, did he find any guards? Or uh, in another vein, would we ever sign a guard named Scooter or Dingus? <laughs> we can dribble the ball. We had a player named Scooter at one point, Scooter McRae. Yes, yeah, Scooter McRae, exactly. I can see us signing, signing a Scooter. We've never had a Dingus. Well, We've, we've not had, had a Dingus. Not one that had the name Dingus. We've had a few of them, though. Texas says, Trevor, I don't know how you do the voodoo that you do. <laughs> so well, it's a spell. Hell, makes me want to scoot, scoot, scoot. <laughs> I don't know if that's wrong. Salt and pepper. Oh. <laughs> you make me want to shoop, shoop a loop, shoop a loop. <laughs> that's good. <laughs> Texas, can we cancel the YouTube cameras now with Trevor pulling his shirt off? No. They're, co they're that, coming next week. That's actually the reason why they're coming. They just missed the cutoff. <laughs> I was about to make a really dirty joke there, too. That's fine. <laughs> Texas oh, IG man. investigator update. I like this. Uh oh. People that Carter Bryant follows on Instagram. Mackenzie and Baco, Mike James, oh. Caleb Glenn, Ooh. Trenton Flowers, TJ Robinson, Ooh. Nolan Smith. Ooh. I like that. I, I like. I, that. I didn't hear any UK players on there. Well, he's not being recruited by UK. He's he's down to us in Arizona. This is Carter Bryant, not Carter Knox. Oh my bad. Yeah. Damn Carter's man. I'm You're gonna confusing. have to. You have to get him, get him straight here. Uh, Carter Bryant. Last night, I mean, there have been some talk that Rick Pitino and St. John's have made a big push for him, but I liked that last night he was doing the. Kind of the look at me thing on on social media, but he was like Louisville, Kentucky, or Tucson, Arizona, and like all the responses on on Twitter were Louisville fans responding saying we need him. I mean, this is he's the number four player in the, in the twenty twenty four class. Like he is a big time deal. Uh, if it does come down to us or Arizona, it sounds like you know, we got a fighting shot here. But I don't know how many Arizona players he's following on Instagram. Maybe you can do some sleuthing. Plus, there Louisville's better than Tucson. Clearly. Uh, but the fact that he's following so many of our current players and coaches is its a good thing. I've been to Tucson. We are better, I promise you. Okay. I'll take your word for it. Tucson's like a mini meth lab. 
Texas, Texas, any volleyball updates? I heard there was a new setter. What's Bus Boom Kelly cooking up? We've had a couple of new uh, of transfers this offseason. I know that the latest one that we just added, I think this was yesterday, and I'm probably going to pronounce her name wrong. Uh, Brigida Pachenko has joined the the team. Um, I, I I don't know if I'm pronouncing that right at all. You're going to have to just just take my word for it. <laughs> uh, she's a native of Hungary. She comes here from coastal Carolina. She might give her something to eat. And she uh, she spent she spent the uh, the past four seasons at racking up the accolades. All Sun Belt first team twice. Um, she is a setter. I don't know if she'll be our starting center because I think we bring back um, a couple of, of returnees, not starters, but uh, we do lose the Raquel Lazara, who was the grad transfer who came over and was a good setter last year. From but, USC. Was she from USC? I don't know. We had a couple of transfers from USC. Yeah. I don't. I don't know if she was, um, but we do bring back some solid players. We bring back a, a decent amount of talent from last year's national championship run. But she's the latest addition, Brigitta Petrenko, Petrenko, from Hungary. International flair. Texture says I work at a tax accounting firm and am listening while physically and mentally exhausted. Can you give a shout out to my boss, John? Also, you guys need to watch the movie After Hours, directed by Martin Scorsese. Shout out to John. What up, John? Trevor, have you seen After Hours? I don't think I have. I have not either. Is it, it's a Scorsese film? Apparently. 1985. Is that when it came out? Yes. Okay. Are you going to watch it After Hours? Uh, I'm going to watch After Hours After Hours. Mm-hmm. Um, first thing that comes up my typing is a song by The Weeknd, by the way. Um, I don't think that's what they're referring to. I don't think so either, but that would be a lot faster to watch. Comedy slash dark. Griffin Dunn, Rosanna Arquette, and Verna Bloom. Okay. Are the stars of this film. I'm not familiar. Uh, the box doesn't even ring a bell. A meek word processor in New York impulsively travels downtown to Soho for a, a date with an attractive but apparently disturbed young woman and finds himself trapped in a nightmarishly surreal vortex of improbable coincidences and farcical circumstances. Black humor. Okay. I could, I, I mean, I'm, I'm something I could give it a shot. The tagline for the movie was, what's the very worst night you've ever had? I'm well, about to find out how good this movie is, and I can tell you afterwards. What's the very worst night that you've ever had, TK? Oh, man. Can you even say it on the radio? It probably involved me getting arrested. Wow. <laughs> Not much worse than that, really. That's, that's pretty bad. Yeah. I mean, those are pretty bad. I mean, I've had some bad nights. I mean... I've only blacked out twice ever in my life. And one of them, like I woke up at a coworkers who I'd apparently slept with and didn't really need to. Oh. Yeah. And had no memory of it, which is even worse. Like that's not good. Yeah. Cause I mean, there are few and far times I actually get late. I like to remember them. Was this restaurant? Cause you said everybody. No, no, this is together. like, this is almost 20 years ago. No, this was, I was like 21, 20, 2021. 20, yeah. <laughs> that's, 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 you might work in a restaurant. It's like eyes wide shut. Okay. <laughs> if you work in a restaurant, you've dated someone in that it's restaurant. Great sex party. I promise you. <laughs> you have dated. There's, I can't. I can't think of a restaurant I haven't worked at that didn't involve a relationship or at least a hookup or something. Like not amongst just me, even me, but everyone else involved. If you cook together, you're gonna bang together. Right? <laughs> I mean, I know you've seen the movie. Maybe you have. You haven't seen Waiting, right? I have not. Okay, I'm going to put that on a list. I've been making a list of Mike's movie watch list. What's the new TV show about but that's, that's all about the, the restaurant life? Oh, I have no idea. It's like very popular. It's come up on all these lists. It's a, Reality TV is not my thing, though. You know, I It's don't not know. reality. Oh, it's like it's just an actual like 
it's like a sitcom? No, it's like a, a drama show. The Bear on Hulu is what I'm not familiar with that. Yeah, everybody's been talking about it this okay, year. Okay, I'll take a look at it. Talking about restaurant chaos. Yeah, restaurants are, it's a different world if you worked in a restaurant. The fact that you've worked at so many restaurants makes me feel bit, like worried about eating at restaurants. <laughs> I mean, whether it be, I mean, these stories count whether I was in the front of the house or back of the house, either one. And I've worked, I've worked both. I've worked both. I don't, I'm trying to think of which one would bother me more. Probably the front of the house. That's you the, as a server or yeah. you preparing my food? I mean, I've been a server. I mean, I've done I've done serving, I've done bartending, I've done I've worked in kitchen, I worked in as a food runner. I mean, I've done yeah. I've never done a I've never been a host. I can can't imagine why. <laughs> <laughs> now I'm just hung out with hostesses, but <laughs> welcome in. <laughs> Take a seat. <laughs> <laughs> Right halfway to the table, I think it's... I, let's pause for a second, guys. <laughs> you guys, you got at the party room. It's all the way in the back. Just find you, one. Just you, find yeah, one. Just follow, follow... Hey, Jenny. Jen, Jen, hey, hey, follow her back to the party room. <laughs> Wherever you see an open seat, just go. It's going to be fine. Don't worry about it. Uh, Texter says, 502-414-1450 is the Thornton sex line. What position is Ivy coaching? On the official website, he's listed as an assistant coach, and Hagen is listed as the defensive line coach. Uh, Mark, he's coaching linebackers. They, I think they made that official um, a couple months ago when they were announcing who was going where, but he will coach the linebackers this season. He was DL coach last year. Um, Hagen's coaching the defensive line. He's the co-defensive coordinator. It, they're doing, again, the thing where it's like, we've got co-defensive coordinators, but they're not. It's like assistant to the co-defensive coordinator. Like, Ron English is... He's the he's the he's the play caller. Like he's yeah. the head honcho. Like we never we technically Brian Brown was always a co defensive coordinator. You never had anybody blaming Court Dennison for the defense. It was Brian Brown's defense. It's the same type of deal here. I mean, but, didn't wasn't Brown like a co defensive coordinator like every, every year he was every here. Every year, yeah, every, yeah. every year. Uh, Ron English will be the secondary coach and the co defensive coordinator, but he's the guy calling the plays. This is this is more his defense than anybody else's. And Ivy's going to coach the linebackers. So that's the uh, the way that they divvied out the responsibilities there. Texas says, I love the original UK fan Twitter pandering on Sky transferring schools. UK, huh? I don't know. Yeah. Wait one more time. I love the UK. Original UK fan Twitter pandering on Sky transferring Is schools. Is that just saying like they're not original? I don't know. Uh, yeah, I'm sorry, Texas. I, and I, I going for funny, but I just missed it. It went over my head. And I'm 6'3". Texas, if you don't know what a ZJ is, then it's too expensive. <laughs> you can't afford it. If you have to ask... You know can't, what that's from, don't you? Can't you can't afford it. I do. Okay. I'm, yeah. Sometimes you've seen you know, beer, beer fest. You've seen. I have seen beer fest. LA Confidential. No. <laughs> beer fest. I got you. Beer fest. The craft all over it. Yeah. You've seen Club Dread probably too, haven't I've you? I've not seen Club Dread. <laughs> <I saw> Cl- <laughs> don't you? Don't. I actually went and saw it in theaters. I used, to, I used to go to a lot. I used to go to the theater a lot back from like 18 to like 22 ish. I was all about going like the matinees. I would go to the theater for everything. No. I mean, and you, I mean, American Pies, Road Trips, all those movies. I think I've told you what happened when I went saw Road Trip, right? Yes. The girl vomiting. Actually, I don't know if I know that one. <laughs> we, were at, we were at a matinee, like 10 people in the theater. And me and my buddy Zach, rest in peace, he passed away a few years ago. Uh, 
we were in <laughs> road trip, like, you know, noon showing. And like this girl and her boyfriend were a couple of seats down from us in the same aisle. And you could just smell the vodka. I mean, as soon as you walked in the theater, almost you could smell it. Oh boy. And she's just, you know, looks younger. But like five minutes into the movie, she just projectile vomits like all over this guy in front of her. And I couldn't help it. Young Trevor, just as loud as the I could say it, this bee just puked on a guy. <laughs> and everybody in the theater turns and looks. And <sighs> the poor dude she puked on got up. And I think he wanted to fight until he realized she was like with this like 6'5", like big muscle dude. And he was like, oh, it's okay, man. <laughs> That'd be a bad moment. It was it ruined the movie for me, really. Yeah. Like originally I didn't like Road Trip. I had to rewatch it to, to like appreciate it. Mainly because the first time I saw it, it just smelled like vomit and and and, and screwdriver the entire time. You know, a lot of people say that about Road Trip. The, there are depths to it, the levels are too much to grasp in just a single viewing. You gotta go back and watch it multiple times to really just fully embrace it. Here's an interesting fact. You had made out with your sister. That's <laughs> <laughs> great. <laughs> Texture says there's definitely not pretzels and Cracker Jacks. Did I say that? I, I meant peanuts. I, what'd you say? I meant peanuts. Oh, okay. Good. Yeah. Uh, I think you said something else at first. I meant penis. Yeah. <laughs> Way too many penises and Cracker Jacks. Can't reach in there without grabbing a penis. I hate when it happens. It's so annoying. <laughs> Get your D's out of my Cracker Reminds me when I stop at the truck stop gas station. D's out of my CJ's. <laughs> Texas, I almost requested Land Down Under for an intro, but Trevor Voodoo skills have expanded to mind reading. You are? I mean, it's a mythical Friday. It's a mystical Friday. Texas, speaking of Instagram spam, have you gotten repeated ads for free trials of SiriusXM? They're basically tricking people into signing up and then forgetting to cancel so they can charge when the period is over. I haven't gotten those. Isn't that what every company does? Uh, yeah. I mean, the porn industry's been doing that for decades. I've No, I haven't gotten those Instagram. I feel like I, I thought that I'd gotten kind of every ad possible spam ad possible but well, they, they I've, I've not gotten any of those they won't send it to me i have a, a subscription to serious radio do you? radio yeah i don't i've got it on my phone it's awesome it's like 10 bucks a month and you get uh i mean it comes with all the the team play by play stuff and everything it's awesome i just have spotify i had it in my car but the problem is that when you have xm radio in your car you can't get all the nfl individual uh, team channels uh, you can get you can get the mlb and you, because I can listen like the Blue Jays game, you know, on their network, and you can get the NFL net, like the NFL channel, like in during NFL Sundays, they'll do like red zone type things on there. But like, if you want to listen to like you know Merrill Reese call the Eagles game, you have to do the you get a, the separate subscription, a subscription which is on your like your phone. Okay, I did for like ten bucks a month. I pay for it because I like listening to Merrill Reese call games. I got a question for you. And yeah, this is we're giving him free attention. He's on the air at the same time as us, but are, we both. Love Nick Coffee. He's, he's awesome. a great guy. But I love I responded to him yesterday during our show, like while we're talking. I'm giving him content while he's on the air, while what? I'm on the air at the same time. But he was asking a question. This is a classic like spring, summer around here radio topic. Yeah. Okay. He said, Men, what's something that makes you that you do that makes you question your masculinity? And he said, I'll go first. I pay someone to cut my grass. Which we did last year because I got I, I got sick and I've I've started doing it again this year. But, like, mine, I'm the biggest bath guy you know. I love a good bath. I love to re relax. I'll do a bath bomb, do some nice little – I'm basically Chandler from that Friends episode where he just, like, you know, he's, <laughs> do I smell scented oils? Like, that that's me. Like, I just – I enjoy a relaxing bath, some nice bath salts. It just feels good. But that was the first thing that came to my mind. What's the first thing that comes to your mind? I don't know. First of all, paying someone to mow my grass doesn't make me feel less manly. 
So, I mean, I do that. I pay somebody to do all my, like, home improvement things. I don't fault you for that either. Like, I don't that, find that, yeah. I mean, I just know I'm not a home improvement guy. I don't. There was a story a few years ago, and I feel like I've brought this up on the air before, and I wish I could give proper credit to where it was. It was, like, diving into the old, you know, the old idiom of, like, money can't buy happiness. And there's, a like, a legit study that says that money can buy hop- happiness in one specific instance, and it's paying people to do things that you don't want to do yourself. Like, it, like, people are like, I don't regret it. I don't feel bad about it. If I don't want to do my yard work and I pay somebody to do it and they do a better job than I could, I feel great about that. Like, I, so I, I don't, I don't fault you for that. Yeah. I don't, now you're, yours, I could see bath is right up there probably. I enjoy bath. But I mean, I don't know if that falls under me. I mean, I don't know. I love, I like the movie Titanic. That's a little. Does that, does that count? I'm looking at some of the other. Ooh, rest- I love Dirty Dancing. That's yeah. That's that's worse than Titanic. <laughs> I, I, I could watch Dirty Dab. Dirty Dancing's on like the list. Of, like if I'm flipping to the channels and I see them, like God, I'm stopping. I'm watching. I I liked everybody who was admitting this. Like before, they were like, yeah, you know, they were they were like, my wife does all of our around the house. Like I, I got home one time and I saw like a a new power saw and I was like, we got this delivered by accident, not knowing that my wife had ordered it behind my back. She does all of our like fixer upper things, which is interesting. Uh, I, love, See, I don't know. That, does, that doesn't make me feel less manly, to, honestly. To my me. guy Wes says, I love pedicures. I don't care who knows it. Okay, yeah. If I did pedicures, I would probably say. <laughs> I learned recently my, one of my friends has a man purse. <laughs> oh, really? <laughs> like Jerry Seinfeld style. <laughs> we were at a gas station. He walked in. And we were kind of, it, was, it wasn't exactly the, the, I don't want to say the best neighborhood or whatever. He came back and he was like, this place ain't that bad. I'm okay. It's, it's not that scary. And I'm like, if it was that bad. You wouldn't have made it back alive with that man purse on. Dude. <laughs> it's true. Uh, one of the responses I see Craig Ewing, former career journal uh, editor said, I, ca- I called AAA to change a flat tire. I, again, I, if that makes me less manly then I apparently have zero testosterone, I, I'm, I'm about to call AAA to have my car towed to to get my my tire fixed tomorrow. Now most of these, even if I don't like do them or enjoy them, like I've never had a pedicure before, but maybe I would enjoy it. Like uh, I wouldn't want to do that to the woman. My feet I can, are nasty. I, I, I can kind of see it, but this one I see. This person sits when they pee first thing in the morning. I've never, <laughs> I've never, I've never done that. I've never been so tired that I've had to sit down to pee. <laughs> I was just lean against the wall. Yeah, I'm, I'm a lean too. I'm I, a big like hand up, like staggering yeah. in there. I've had people tell me they sit in. I don't. I don't know how. First of all, I don't think I can do it. I don't like physically. I don't think it's possible. <laughs> like, I just don't see it happening. Like my there's part. I'm too big, and parts of my body are not bending in that way. Okay, uh, but I mean, I've had what was the South Park I was watching the other day where Butters was talking about sitting uh, opposite when he poops. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so you got a like, little tray. <laughs> I never could understand that. And we had this discussion on KRC one day, and maybe this would fall under, like, men who are front wipers. Like, when wipe opposite when you're when you're on the toilet. Like, I've never been able to comprehend that one. I find that just... What do you mean? Like, instead of just, like, wiping behind, they go underneath and wipe up. I mean, I... You're trying to, like... <laughs> We need to YouTube cameras to have you picked your Yeah, face. I'm trying to figure out <laughs> You're trying to figure, the physics okay. of what's happening. Like, I'm here. sitting here, like, you see me, right? Yeah. Instead of, like, leaning and wiping. Oh, that's how I wipe. Yeah, that's how you, that's how normal human beings No, wipe. no, I wipe front. Oh, you go underneath? Yeah. yeah. Oh, so you're, you, oh, yeah. I think that would rank above bath. No, I don't think that that's, <laughs> I, don't, I don't think that's abnormal. I think that's, yeah, it's a little abnormal, dude. I don't think it is. I think it is. 
Let me look it up. <laughs> Google front wipers. Yeah. I mean, you can ask the texters. Texters would tell us. If I've it's heard weird. front to back versus like back to front, but I don't. I mean, yeah. are you a wiping sitting? I'm a stand up and wipe guy myself, but that's no, it. Oh, I, I stand yeah. up. Yeah, you avoid any skin skin contact. Always wipe from front to back. Simply reach by. Okay, that is the proper way. Wipe backward from the <laughs> perineum, the space between the genitals and anus, moving forward and past the anus. This is the Friday we're in. <laughs> oh lord how to wipe your butt the right way there's a whole website i mean between that and taking baths you're just, you are pretty feminine in the bathroom dude i guess yeah yeah i always thought the most the most i guess less manly thing i ever did was i did shave my chest once for a woman i felt like really kind of I, did, I felt that was less manly for me uh i like, you've had to do it for like doctor reasons is different though I had a period where I like I like what well, I did it like when I thought it was cool like in college, and oh. then I, it was a very brief period. I never thought it was cool. Yeah. Also, dyed my hair for her once, and it was a big mistake. But, hold on. <laughs> yeah, no. What'd so, you dye your hair? It was supposed to be just regular back to the brown, but it didn't work out too well. It's like boy bound, and it, fan brown. Because like okay, in high school there was times where like I dyed my hair a few different times like weird colors just because I was just like on drugs and it was fun. But like this was just like, I don't know. I I did the sh- shave the chest. I dyed the hair, and it came out looking like really bad. <laughs> like it came out looking almost like a dark red. I want. I mean, we <laughs> oh, Duke, Duke used to make fun of me so bad for it. Like when he first saw it, he was like, "Dude," <laughs> I'm like, "I know." I never did like the because it was a big thing when I was in high school to do like the sun in. Like you would put like to make it make it like little like blonde streaks. And stuff. I never did that. I never did anything with my hair. I, I never even like gelled it. I never, I never did anything. Well, when I did was we, me and my buddy, we just ended up taking the hair dye from like his grandmother's bathroom. We were like, let's dye our hair. And my hair, <laughs> his turned out almost like a, like a weird color, like between an orange and a red. <laughs> and I don't know what her hair dye was. And mine turned out like a, like almost like a maroon. <laughs> it was really weird looking. Um, <laughs> Once right. we sobered up, we realized that, Going to see Congo that day was not the worst decision <laughs> that we made. <laughs> I like Fridays. Admitting stuff that we shouldn't be admitting. It's fine. <laughs> it's good. Who cares? It's Friday. We're good. All right. We'll take a break. When we come back, hour number three is on the way next. We'll turn a little bit of attention to this weekend's series against Wake Forest in baseball. Top 10 matchup at Jim Patterson Stadium. It's going down. First game, 6 o'clock. You can hear all the action on 970 WGTK. And we'll take more text uh, here on the Thornton Sex Line. 502-414-1450. Hour number three of the Mike Rutherford Show is on the way next here on the Big X. Maybe it's time to let the old ways die Maybe it's time to let the old ways die Takes a lot to change, man Hell, it takes a lot to try Maybe it's time to let the old ways die Uplifting Nobody knows what ways for the dead Come at me 
Best song from the soundtrack. Nobody knows what ways I like this one. This is my. Fa- I know Shallow's great. Some folks just. It does bother me that I learned it's written by like thirty people. That does annoy me a little bit. Because it doesn't have that many in-depth lyrics. I mean, I like. I like always remember us this way. That's a good one too. Yeah. But this is. I think this is my favorite. Five o'clock hour here, Mike Rutherford Show, live from the U of L College of Business Studios uh, on a Friday. Hopefully your weekend's off and running. You're ready to go do something fun outside, preferably because it's gorgeous out there. But hopefully yeah. this weekend, we are counting down the hours, uh, have to go counting down the that. minutes at this point until Louisville kicks off a huge, huge, huge baseball series at Jim Patterson Stadium, uh, starting tonight at six o'clock against number two Wake Forest, the Demon Deacons, twelve and two in ACC play, twenty eight and four, twenty nine and four on the season. Uh, only LSU, who's playing Kentucky right now, is ranked ahead of Wake. So you got the uh, Kentucky's playing the number one team in the country. We're playing the number two team in the country. We swept a top ten series with Boston College last week, and here's hoping we can uh, sweep a uh, series with a another top ten team starting tonight at six o'clock. And reminder, you can hear all the action on nine seventy WGTK. Louisville did. Wasn't UK win like twenty or twenty one games too? When they what? Hasn't UK won like twenty of twenty one games or something? They've been good. They they've slipped a little bit. They gave, I know they got beat last night pretty bad. They okay. gave they gave up two grand slams in one inning. I think. Oh, that's not good. It's either one inning or like back to back innings. Um, we were talking with Sean Moth on yesterday's show about the weekend rotation. Uh, they brought Ferone, who's been their second starter, in to pitch in the middle of the game against Bellarmine on on uh, Thursday, and I was like, maybe are they going to change things up a little bit? They did announce their weekend rotation. Uh, you still have the, the Friday. Obviously, Hawks is not going anywhere. He's been so good. And su- uh, Sunday starters are the same. But Saturday, we're going to get Riley Phillips, uh, who's going to start uh, on the mound. So they're flipping things up just a little bit, uh, which makes sense. You, you, Carson Lick has been terrific on Sunday. Ryan Hawks has been fantastic all year long. And then last week in the second game, we got down 8 nothing early and took a miracle comeback to come back and, and win that second game against Boston College. So a little bit of a, a script flipped here as they start tinkering with things in the middle part of the season. But here's hoping the Cards can win the series. I mean, this is, look, we still have five ACC series left after this, but Wake is 12-2 and two in the conference. We are 7-5. Uh, and five. If we're going to win the Atlantic for the billionth year in a row, you probably need to take at least two out of three here. You, you probably need to win this series, or you risk letting Wake Forest kind of boat race this thing and get out so far ahead. I mean, it's so way, I, I'm not knowing what Wake's done this season, but are they, like, legit where they at? Or they are legit. Or is their schedule kind of more a paper Demon Deacon? They are legit. They've got three real-deal starting pitchers. They've got two guys that are going to be first-round draft picks. They've got – I mean, uh-huh. Sean was like, Sean was like, you're going to be watching Major League Baseball in six years, and you're going to see, like, four guys up there that were all on this Wake Forest team, and you're going to be like, how the hell, like, was that team uh, able to assemble so much talent? And he's like, they, he's like, they are – I think he used the word terrifying. They are they are terrifying. Uh, I think it's going to be a deal. If there is one weakness with Wake, and it's hard to identify a weakness with a team that's 29-4, and four, but their bullpen is a little bit less intimidating than their starters, I think this weekend series, as a lot of these series are, they come down to who can get the starting pitcher out of the game the fastest, who can get into that bullpen the fastest. And if we can do that in a couple of these games, I think we have a decent shot at winning. But they are, they are a, a tall, tall task for sure. And uh, starts tonight. Should be a beautiful night at the ballpark. Make it out there if you can. It should be, a, it should be fun. Um, in more serious note, we, we spent the end of 
last hour talking about front wiping and back wiping. <laughs> yeah, that's the more serious note. It has set the text line on fire. Like the, the text line <laughs> has so many thoughts about everything that we've discussed. Um, that five minutes right there. I mean, I mean, we were talking about things that make us feel less manly. We we're talking about things that made us feel less manly. I think sitting and peeing down is probably on the top of the that's list. That's how we got there. Because somebody, yeah. somebody had said, I, I sit down to pee in the morning. And then it, it led to you and I talking about how we wipe our butts. <laughs> seems like less manly. Which I'm still trying to figure out exactly. Like, I don't think I'm understanding the definition right. <laughs> is that why you looked it up? I'm going to have to like, go home tonight and like, like, just figure out exactly. I'm like, wow, what do I do? Um, but I do like somebody was like somebody said Mike Mike said that he had a period and he wiped front to back and takes baths. I'm not saying I'm just saying it was a bad segment for me. It was a, it was like a bad it was a bad ten minutes there. I'd say I make people like I don't use toilet paper. I use wipes. You don't use toilet paper to wipe your butt? No, I use I use I use wet ones. Wait. I have a sensitive butt. Really? I don't think I don't think I go back to toilet paper. I mean, I've had to use it like if I like use the bathroom here or I've used you know at the other station. And I'll use it, but like if I'm like on like 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 I don't like you I don't like going like I don't like going number two like outside of like really my house if I don't have to. Well, I don't think that's yeah. Like I'm not like can't wait to use like a gas station bathroom. But like if I'm home bowl, everyone loves the home bowl. But if I'm I'm like if I'm like on a road trip, I have to use like a you know use the the bathroom like a gas station. I'll take I'll take I take a pack of wet wipes with me on my trip. Really, I use I use wet with you. I was gonna ask what the they're worst, flushable. I was gonna ask what's the worst place you've ever had to poop was, but then I remembered you did it in your car, like. Uh, well, ago. not actually in the car, sorta. I mean, yeah, yeah, in the car, on purpose. No, the worst place, like on voluntary, was a scenic view place in like the west, uh, like in New Mexico. So outside, yeah, it was like it was an outhouse. I've never just straight. It was, it, was it did it didn't flush. It was like a box, and there was no lights on it, in it. Luckily, it was daytime. That would suck. It was awful. Like, I just, I almost, if I wasn't a fear of, like, a snake biting me in the butt, I would just gone out into the desert and pooped. Churchill Downs on Derby Day was tough for me. Oh, I bet. Oh, good Lord. I went, and it was, I was with Mary and her whole family. What a horrible time to have to poop. Trust me, it was like, you know, we'd had a night out the night before, and it was one of those, like, on the car ride down to Churchill Downs, it was like, okay, this isn't a matter now of, like, whether or not you can, like, this is going to have to happen, like, right when you get in there. And, like, I and it was, it was, yeah. Like any sporting event's the worst time to have to poop. Could not agree more. It's like, terrible. is there anything worse than to go sit in a stall and actually sit down during a game? It's terrible. That's awful. It's terrible. Uh, people have significant thoughts on the on the wiping thing, though. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Terry says you can never wipe back to wipe back to front. You got to try to keep things as fresh as possible down there. Texas says front uh, wiper here. Front wiper. <laughs> Texas says that's abnormal, Mike. <laughs> Texas says, Mike, that's super weird. It is weird. <laughs> Uh, you're not the only one I know that does it, though, other than the texters, but yeah. Texter says, um, <laughs> I've definitely been drunk enough where I've had to sit while I pee, or was that I sat in my pee? Oh, hell, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I've had times where I've been so drunk that I've just, like, needed to, like, sit down on the toilet and just, like, sit there. Like, just, like, fully clothed. Well, just, like, yeah, but just, I mean. Just, like, collect my thoughts and be like, all right, we got to fix some stuff before we go back out there. I mean, I've sat in worse places than the toilet in that position, though. I mean. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> Texas says, uh, <laughs> Kenny, are you listening to these local radio shows? Send us some roster news stat. I know. We, we, we need something. <laughs> Texas says, Trevor, I feel like you'd heavily benefit from a bidet. <laughs> I would I would do a bidet. I would love to have one. I've only used a bidet in Italy. 
I've never I've never been around one. I've never like had the opportunity to use one. It was it was underwhelming. It's it's gotta be weird. It's it it kind of like weird. I don't think it did anything. I don't think it helped at all. I mean, it's isn't it kind of like the first time you sit on one of those like jets in a in a hot tub type thing? Now <laughs> <laughs> that picture like the yeah, the first time you you get one of those jets in that right spot, and you're like, whoa! Like that's how I feel the bidet would be. It, it, it how, how hard is the, how hard does the water come out? Not that hard. Oh, okay. Not very hard. I'm picturing like super soaker level. It didn't do much for me. I felt awkward doing it. I don't know. I was like, I was like, I gotta try this. When, it was just like when a, in Rome, literally. When, yeah, I, right. I had to, and I was like, yeah, what didn't do much for me. I mean, if it's gonna if it's just gonna be like a little like fountain, like spurt out water, that would that would be weird. Texas says, I'm a front wiper. You back and side wipers are so oddly confused by it, like you think we're getting crap on our balls or something. It I makes do. me worried about how you all are actually wiping. <laughs> I do. That's the first worry I do have, though. I don't think I've ever gotten anything on my, my, my nuts. <laughs> well, <I'm> I mean. <laughs> Texas says, I don't care what you say. Flushes, uh, wipes aren't flushable. They do not dissolve. Oh, uh, well, I mean, this is coming from a plumber, I hope. Texas says, rule number one, you don't poop at a bar or club. I don't think I've ever... I don't think I've ever been in that position. A park. Like a busy nightclub or like a, a bar. I don't go to many clubs. I mean, I don't think I've had a poop at a bar. Now I did I did once poop at a girl's house on a one night stand and then and then bounced. Before or after. <laughs> we hooked up. And then after? Pooped. It's the toilet was clogged and I just left. <laughs> it's amazing you're still single. It's amazing I haven't been killed. <laughs> Texas says wiping from the front is the most accurate, quickest, and efficient method of wiping. Don't let those back wipers tell you differently. They have no idea how miserable their wiping experience has been. Back their whole wipers, life. like we're some like, it's like we're having like a Republican Democrat debate over here. <laughs> Pro KP, anti KP, it's out the window. It's all about front versus back wiping. <laughs> I feel like I'm having a Gangs of New York-like moment. Like, oh no, the front wipers will live forever! Texas, in less serious news than butt wiping, did you see future Memphis State Tiger Mikey Williams got arrested on gun charges that carries three years in prison? He's on track to be Imani Bates 2.0. We talked about this at the beginning of the show. But he's a front wiper. I mean, Imani Bates, you know, of course had the char- charges dropped against him, so he's not really, I mean, Bates is still playing. He's, he's draft eligible. Has Amani Bates officially declared for the draft? I feel like I haven't seen anything no, about it. No, I think that would show up on my thread somewhere, and it has not. Is Stan Heath going to get year two out of Amani Bates? Try to, <laughs> try to make that MAC tournament? Do, do I get double or nothing bet with Scoots versus EMU in Louisville next year? Uh, I mean, yeah, we'll see. I, I don't know what's going on. Do you want to run it back, Scoots? I don't know. <laughs> I mean. I wouldn't do that if I were I would. I would. Um, he so, now I I just Google search or Twitter search his name and all I'm seeing is people making Mikey Mikey Williams and Amani Bates playing at EMU together jokes <laughs> next year. But I've not seen any draft declaration. I know that he's on a lot of mock drafts. He's projected as a second round guy, but I haven't seen anything official, which is I assume if you're an NBA team you take him in the second round for just bleeps and giggles, right? He has deleted according to social media investigators. He has deleted all Eastern Michigan stuff, including pictures from his IG. He does, however, have a story up with him and uh, player Lovejoy in uniforms from last season. Their second-best player entered the transfer portal, the Farrakhan kid, who's pretty good. Um, but, I mean, is Bates in the transfer portal? Is I don't know. What's going on there? I don't know. Why would happening. he transfer? Just go pro. I mean, Just go pro at this point. Just You'll probably pro. get paid more in Europe than you would from Neil Wright's EMU anyway. 
Texture says... Uh, NIL rights, excuse me. Yeah, not to interrupt TK's poo routine, but Sky Clark is already winning over fans. We talked uh, about nice Sky- segue from poo to Sky Clark there. We talked about the, the, the him battling UK Twitter's people uh, earlier today, but I'm just seeing the texture sends in a new response. A so he <clears throat> basically, excuse me. <clears throat> yep, got it. Sorry. Thank you. Uh, he had responded to a UK account that had posted pictures of Aaron Bradshaw blocking a shot a couple of times in high school. He responded to it with a video of him in the same game blocking DJ Wagner's shot. And a UK fan responded to him and said, this guy is down so bad. Could you imagine going from the possibility of playing at Kentucky to now playing for Louisville? LOL, I already feel bad for him. And Scott Clark responded with, woo! (laughs) People get on this app and say anything. I got a full-ride scholarship to one of the greatest universities in the good old US of A. If that's down bad, then please show me what good is. Did he really say US of A? He did. Okay. He did. Get done without that one. <laughs> I like it. Okay. We're get done without the use of a part, but I, I, everything else, I'm okay. Texas says, tell Trevor to keep using those flushable wipes. It will keep us plumbers in business. <laughs> I've never had to call a plumber for my toilet backup. My my, my, my my tub has been backed up before, but I just assumed that was all the body hair I keep losing. Now, when you had the one-night stand and you clogged the toilet, was this because you had the flushable wipes with you? Did no, you, no. Did you bring is, the flushable wipes this out This was with long you? before Trevor moved to flushable wipes. Before you made the, the, the jump. Yeah, before I made the transition. Yeah, this was this was like, good Lord, it's probably like 2000, maybe early, mid-2000s, early 2000s. I didn't, I didn't become a white, I didn't, I didn't become a white man until probably about five or six years ago. Okay. I'm telling you, dude, it'll change your life. I'm not. <laughs> <laughs> I think front wiping is more unsanitary for women. Probably not great for men, but okay as you're. As you're women is definitely more unsanitary. Yeah, it's I'm like, ready to move on from from this stuff. <laughs> yeah, you can't do this. That <laughs> makes me think of the old uh, movie where the, the the guy the the out of the place father is trying to learn how to, you know change his daughter's diaper and like don't front wipe because it'll you know and like he's like oh okay. Texture says, "Is it too early to call Zion a bust?" No. I mean, he's, I, I think it's, like, the play on the court when he's been healthy has been good. I think he can change that narrative, but at this point, I think if you can safe to say almost he's been somewhat of a bust. He's played in 114 games over three seasons. Like, that's, he's trending toward, if you call it Greg Oden a bust, which I don't think is is kind of fair because that's an injury thing. Like, he's oh, yeah. trending on being the same way. Like, his play has been, he hasn't, like, just sucked. He's been really good when he's been healthy. Yeah. But he just hasn't been healthy. I mean, that's kind of the Greg Golden, Ralph Sampson perspective. Right, like, or, you know. Uh, Joe Barry Carroll, another one that was considered a bust, but just had so many injuries. But the, the short time they were Bill they were healthy, they were good. Bill Walton, yeah. yeah. I mean, like, uh, Bill hard. Walton at least led his team to a title, though. He I did. Mean. It's kind of hard to call any of these guys bust when it's just injuries. Like, they're not like Anthony Bennett, who just wasn't good. Yeah, I mean, but, would you consider, I mean, Penny Hardaway a bust? I mean, his no. injuries ended his career very uh, preemptively. I, I wouldn't mean. consider him a bust. But Zion, I mean, you know, a lot of people thought he was, like, Fairly or unfairly, he was going to be like have a LeBron type impact, perennial All Star, yeah. perennial MVP candidate, and that hasn't happened uh, because of. I mean, I think I think you can use the word "bust" with with an asterisk though, because it is a different bust than like your Anthony Bennett or your right or your maybe Ola Candies. I mean, he's more of in the like you said, like Ralph Sampson and Greg Oden level, to where it's like you saw flashes, but we never were able to like actually see what could be what could have been for sure. I feel like like little Texas right there. 
trying not to think. Think what might have been. About what might have been. If Zion had played and he had lost a little weight. It's growing. I mean, it's. it's, So is he. It's clearly like a a rising concern if you're a Pelicans. Like, he just, he's not playing. He's not, he's not staying healthy. He looks, and when he gets unhealthy, he looks kind of out of shape when he comes back. He just. I don't know. It's um, luckily in the NBA, you can move away, and people give away draft picks like candy on Halloween. So they do. They do. It's sad. It's crazy. Texture says um, having to take a dump, bleep deep in beer at Cardinal Stadium while there's liquor bottle in the toilet oh, is the worst it gets. I've never done like it Churchill Downs is probably the worst place you've had to pet a poop, right? Yeah, and actually, like this, is, I don't yeah, know. I can't like, imagine worse. I feel like the poop gods like sh- shone down on me because I went into this bathroom. I went around the corner and there was like, these like three kind of by themselves stalls, and there was like nobody over there, and they were it was actually pretty clean and nice. So it was not half as bad of an experience as, as what I was dreading. Because that could have been bad. Yeah, yeah it was it, the the fact that like I had to like go, walk in with her entire family and I had to be like I've I've got to and like everybody knew what was happening was not <laughs> was not great. I guess like yeah, any, any concert would be awful. Yeah, I've never had to do it at a concert. I feel like church wouldn't be a good place to poop either. Like I feel bad. I don't know something about like I'm. I already have this like going to hell feeling as is. Church dumps would be bad. Sneaking, yeah, sneaking up a church bathroom with my poop would seem like like just not doesn't help me at the Golden Gates when, or the, the Pearly Gates when I get there. What if that's what did it? The, <laughs> the, like all these other the terrible things that you've done. <laughs> that crossed the line. That was literally the line that was ended it. This is yeah. This was it. This was what he overflowed the toilet. At Bear this is what knocked you down. Yeah. <laughs> not even in purgatory. Just going straight to hell. Texas says big guys use flushable wipes because they have nasty dumps. Just think about Trevor's diet. Yuck. <laughs> Okay. I mean, I have I have emptied some rooms with mine. I'll give you that. But Texture says bidet gang, front and back wipers alike are barbaric. Well, you just do you just not wipe at all if you're just straight bidet? No, that would be. Oh, that, yeah. Come on. No. Come on. There's no way. But the way I like I picture it, there's no way you could even you would have to. Yeah. No, but the, you're still going to have like side remnants. As a one-time bidet user, I can tell you that's not getting anything <laughs> clean. User. From my one personal experience, I'm like the, the the person who travels to Europe for like three days one time and just comes back and talks about like the culture and the food. He <laughs> did kind of do that one time, act like you're a world traveler. You've only been there once. No, no, no. I was talking about like when I go to somewhere where they don't speak the language, which I've done yeah. three times. But yeah, it was like I was like all the time when I'm over there, and I can't. I wish I could speak the language. Well, you can count. You can you can count that as going to Mary's hometown too. I speak the language. <laughs> I can talk the language. <laughs> Texas, I hate jumping into this talk, but Trevor's right on the wet wipes. No flush, though. Okay. I mean. You just put, like, poop-soaked wipes in the trash? You just drop them in there. Yeah. I mean, I only use, like, one wipe. I usually need one or two, maybe at the most. Texas, I think Trevor knocked you guys off the air. I think we're, I don't, nobody else is saying that. Let me double check. Make sure we're on the air. No, we're on the air. Texas says, no, 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 thunder over Louisville. Uh, porta pot. Oh, dump after dark Lord. is by far the worst thing I've ever experienced. I thought over Louisville, you just got it's pee everywhere. Well, any porta potty in general would be bad. Yeah, like I've 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 had to use a port. I've had like I've never had to use a porta potty at like a tailgating like a UK game or something for pooping, but I've had to pee in. It's awful. Oh yeah, it's, it's just awful to pee in. Let alone have this. I can imagine sitting down or like an outdoor concert or something. That'd be bad. That'd be horrible. Now this one may have it topped. This guy says porta potty in Kuwait, worst ever. Oh yeah, that would. <laughs> yeah, not only do you, we worried about getting bombed on top of it, probably. I can imagine that would be rough. <laughs> you dropped the bomb, and then the bomb's dropped on you. Texas, the bidet cleans, then you wipe to dry. 
Well, then that kind of defeats the wipe's purpose, but okay. I just don't like the way that I had to hunch down. I don't, it just it didn't feel good. I don't know what I was expecting, what? but I was expecting it to be a. I don't more, know what I'm picturing. <laughs> I was expecting it to be a more pleasant experience. It just it just it wasn't. It I just, would think that, yeah, because I mean, yeah, but I mean, they're not suitable. They're not main. They're mainly for women, right? No, like they're for the men and women. I mean, I would think they'd be more designed for clearing your bums. Yeah. yeah. Texas drunk at the back door. I had to take a grumper in a stall, missing a door. That was my most horrifying public oh. pooping experience. I would just have to leave. I've uh, seen some bad bathrooms on on and on and I I did stop at one one time that had no stall door. I wouldn't be able to do it. Oh, I had to. I had no choice. And, I, and not only that was it was the, 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 it looked so bad. I I hovered when I did it. Texas, have you read Dan O'Neill's latest feature on Matt Painter on The Athletic yet? Uh, For a supposed basketball genius, it sure took him over a decade to realize that you can't win in March with seven-foot vanilla stiffs who are incapable of guarding in space. I did read it yesterday. On Matt Painter? Yeah, he comes, I mean, he's honest. Like, like he's he's upfront about it. He's, you know, it'd be easy to sit there and say, like, look, we played one bad game against Fairleigh Dickinson. We were a one seed. We dominated the second or first best conference in all of college basketball. Like we don't need to change. We just had you know, we had one of those nights. But he came out and he was kind of like, "Look, I understand that Purdue fans are upset about the fact that we're not advancing deep enough in the NCAA tournament, and the way that we're doing it now, yeah, I probably need to change some stuff. Like, wait, we need better guard play. Like they, and everybody saw it coming. I mean, look at like I, I saw this the numbers. Only like seven percent of of people who filled out brackets on ESPN.com picked Purdue to win that region. They were the one seed. Like that yeah. never happens. Everybody, I think you and I both picked him to lose in the second round. I think I, I don't know what game it was. I watched him in like January, and I was like, "There's no way." And everybody said the same thing. And it sucks because Edie's so dominant. Like you just, if you could have just decent guards, they could have been so so much better in that team. Before conference tournament week, I was like, "They're going to win the Big Ten tournament. They're going to get that fourth number one seed, and they're going to lose in the second or third round." Yeah, and, and they ended up losing in the first round. But like they just, you just knew that team was not built for a deep run in the NCAA tournament because they don't have the guard play. And when you saw I mean, a team with a a 16 seed that was in the play-in games said, like, we're going to drop four on Zach Eady. We're going to make anybody else beat us. If anybody else can knock down an outside shot, congrats. We tip our cap. We've got nothing for you. And nobody could. And they were terrified. I mean, they, there was one. I mean, they, they were literally letting the guards be self-checked. Wasn't there a play, like, there's a picture of it where the, the guy from Dickerson's, like, just, like, he's in the lane. Yeah, all of them. And, like, he's literally wide. I mean, he's 12 feet from the, from the shooter. Literally daring him. He has to yell at him to dare him to shoot the ball so far away. Everyone's just sending in the worst places that they've had to poop. This has become the show on Friday. I don't know if you can really top some of the porta potty stories. There's I mean, some good was, ones here. Yeah. Texas oddly having to use a porta potty at Burning Man wasn't bad at all. They cleaned <laughs> them all three times a day. I would not have guessed that. I wouldn't have guessed a music festival dump would be. Well, it's an art festival, right? Oh, yeah. Burning Man. Burning Man's an art festival. Burning Man. Yeah. Burning Man. <laughs> <laughs> That's the one thing that was burning in that place, huh? No. Oh, <laughs> Texture says, get a bidet attachment for your toilet and thank me later. I've had people suggest that before. I don't know. I feel like this too. Like, I, I think using a bidet kind of like makes me like falls under my unmanly list. Like, I feel like it's just, I don't know. What about a little tickle? <laughs> Te- this will be exit <laughs> The very next text says, also, bidet users are a cult. Don't let them brainwash you with their little wet-ass BS. <laughs> They're a cult. Okay. <laughs> Texas says, Trevor has to use wet wipes because back wipers can't get themselves clean efficiently. 
That's why they use the wet wipes, the only method. Also, the wipes you're supposed to start with toilet paper, flush that, and then polish it off with a wet wipe and throw it in the trash can. Yeah, sorry. You just go straight wet, just straight to the wet. Wipes. I'm telling you, you do that, and you go back to it is not it is it is like turning. It's like getting rid of color TV and having to watch black and white only. Texas just Google Tushy brand. They make bidets that can go right on your toilet seat that tap in your toilet's water line. You don't have to hunch or anything like that. I'm not getting a bidet. I did it once. That's all I needed. It's like Vegas for me. I went one time. I had a good time. I don't need to go back. But you've never been to Vegas. I have. I thought you said you hadn't been to Vegas. No, I went to Vegas on NCAA tournament opening weekend in, in 2010. It was a bunch of dudes. It was fun. But I this fun. no real desire to go back. Every time I've been to Vegas, I swear every trip I go out there, I leave the hotel less and less. Like the last three times I think I've been out there, I don't think I left the hotel once. Hmm. Like the first time I went there when I was twenty one, I like went all over the strip, walked everywhere, tried to tried to get out to the the, the cat place, you know. I asked the cab driver to take us out there, and he was like, "It's like two hundred dollar cab driver to get out there." And we're like, "Well, he's like, my wife's only one fifty. I'm like, okay. <laughs> Can you okay. got a picture." <laughs> Texas, I had to crap at a museum. A bunch of middle schools came in and started goofing off so much that the teacher came in to calm them down. She started banging on the stall door thinking that I was a student. I told her I was not a student. I finished my business and walked out super embarrassed. That's, not, that's fantastic. That is embarrassing as hell. That's one of the best stories. That's one of the best ones of all time. I'm a grown man. <laughs> One time, Danny, Danny was when he first started working. We were like 24. Had a story about it. it was like take your kid to work day, and this guy's kid like crawled under the stall and like looked at. It. It was like Kevin from Home Alone. He was like, "Hello," <laughs> <laughs> and he's taking a dump. He's like, "No, get out of here." That would be weird. <laughs> he's very sensitive about where he poops. We were coming back from the the Charlotte trip to the Elite Eight, where we we beat Tennessee and then lost to North Carolina. And we stopped at this McDonald's in you know, BF nowhere. And he was, like, waiting in this, in this McDonald's forever for, like, the people to, like, clean out of the bathroom so he could have it all to himself. He's like, this is going to be a bad one. Right as he goes in there, it's a steady stream of, like, 13 people just, like, going in. The look on his face when he walked out. Like, this man had just been through trauma. There is there is something annoying about, like, if you're in the stall and you hear people out there and you're just, like, having a loud poop. It's a horrible feeling. It's like you want to, like, hold Like, yeah, there's times, like, you want to get it done and get out of here. But you want to hold it until you see those people leave. The muse- that museum text made me crack. That was a good one. <laughs> Texas says front, way- front wiping is the way to go, especially if you have long legs. By the way, you can get a bidet for about 100 People just always want to give Why a Why do people bidet. want to sell us these I don't bidets? Know. You bought one. We bought one during COVID to conserve on toilet paper. However, I feel I just use as much to dry my butt. That being said, it completely changes your butt hygiene. I think my butt hygiene is fine. See, I didn't have to worry about the COVID toilet papers scandal. Texas says Trevor... Quote, bidets are not manly. Also, Trevor, I carry wet wipes in my pocket when I travel because I exclusively wipe with them. I don't understand what your point is. <laughs> there was one time at a music festival, it was tornado style storm for three of us, and we had to take refuge in a porta pot. That would be That awful. would be bad. That would be bad, yeah. Texas American bidets that attach to your toilet are super soaker pressure. They clean your starfish. Sounds like you use European Cinco's. <laughs> I was. I was in I was in Rome. Yeah, I'd want the I want super soaker level. Like if I'm getting a bidet, I want something that's coming out like it, like you know, hundred miles an hour type thing. My mom just texted me personally and just said, <laughs> Please stop. <laughs> really? Yeah. I I've had two or three texts from people saying this is the greatest sports. The last thirty minutes is some of the best local radio I've ever listened to. <laughs> what are we doing? <coughs> oh my god yeah, no. <laughs> shooting just up your bleep is the quote right spot 
<laughs> Did we say what I was saying? <laughs> I, I, don't, I, I don't know. <laughs> Texas Mike, if you all don't already go, Sunday at the Bats is a winner for kids. $5 admission and inflatables. You can get an entire four minutes to sit down. Yeah, I think we've taken Virginia to two Bats games. They not, Neither one went well, but she was younger. I think she'll be fine. It's just John is. You think she's still old enough at this point? She's only not even three. She's three. Yeah. She's three. She'll be four in September. Uh, I mean, she won't like watch the game. Well, no, I wouldn't expect that. You, you just more of just. Can the, she stay calm enough for you can actually enjoy the game? Oh no, no, yeah. no, no. We'll, we'll be at the playground and, and the, the the carousel the entire. And then what's the point of taking the best and just take her to a playground? It's just yeah, it's it's carousel. But we, they have beer there. I think that's the point for most people. <laughs> Wait a minute. Hold on. I, I, you're going to have to explain this to one of me again. So it's okay to is be. Is this going to be bidet related? No, this is, this is actually going away from the bidet. Thank God. You, well, before you say that, okay. we can't finish. Okay. So, so you've mocked me and insulted me about overseeing children while high. But you'll do it drunk. No, I won't. But, but well, you're talking about being that you're like they're selling beer, so obviously you're going to have a buzz. No, 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 that's the draw for people taking kids. That you were saying oh, generally, like what's not the you in, kids in particular. Okay, no, I, I haven't had a, a sip of alcohol in a year. Well, that's yeah, but I'm just saying. Yeah, I mean, probably not changing anytime soon. Unfortunately, I may try. I I, I like coffee back this week. Did you How's first time go? in four months? I mean, you've been doing good. You said so. Yeah, so I've wood. been doing. I've had a good few weeks. Coffee came back. Felt good. Not jittery. Mm-hmm. Not not heart not fluttering. So. Feel good. I mean, try. I may try because I would like to be able to drink as it gets warmer now. Like, I enjoy having a beer when I grill out. I enjoy having a beer, like, several drinks on vacation. I enjoy having drinks when we go out to dinner. And yeah, stuff. I may try soon to see how. I'm not a casual beer going. guy. I've never been that. That's why I don't drink anymore at all. Really, I used to be. Because I mean, if I'm gonna have like a beer, I just want like twelve more, and then next thing I know, I'm like peeing on an ATM. No, that was very. That was twenty five year old Mike for sure. That was definitely that was definitely my. Issue. <laughs> I've grown a little bit over your years. Texas at LRS Fest. I made out with a random girl in a porta potty. That's cool. I went to I went to several LRS Fests. I didn't get to make out with a girl in a porta potty though. Texas Cameron had a song called "Wet Wipes" where he disses Jay Z and Beyonce. Many music critics proclaim one of the greatest diss tracks ever. Well, it's it's not hit him up. That's the biggest. Diss Shout track. to Cameron. Yeah. Cameron and Mace have a new sports podcast. Who? Cameron and Mace. Mace didn't he go like 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 preacher? And stuff? He became a preacher. Yeah. They played basketball together, the same school that uh, produced a, a decent amount of basketball. Time. They were both at the, the the Kansas State tournament games wearing K-State stuff because Marquise Noel's from that same area. Okay. Okay. Texas, Trevor wants the shower head that Kramer and Newman got for, for, yes! for, for his bidet. It's yes! Made, it's made for elephants. Sorry, that's, TK. That's exactly what I want. I mean, how else do you expect to clean? Like, I picture, like, I picture, like the thing you get at a car wash. Like the, like the wand that shoots the, the, the spray. Like that's what I'm thinking. Along the same lines, Texas says the house I bought had a bidet, and within 10 minutes of moving in, my nephews turned it on full blast and soaked the ceiling. <laughs> that kind of horsepower scared me away from ever using it. Reach the ceiling. That just got to be. That's intimidating. That is kind of concerning. I agree. That's too much. <laughs> that, would, that would make me a little nervous, too. Texas says, did you listen to Titus's take that they should do away with the NBA draft? Basically says it keeps teams from tanking. I didn't listen to that. I, I did see that they fined today is the Mavericks, the Dallas Mavericks, because they played in it. Basically, they played in like a winner go home game. If you wanted to make the play in game, like you needed to win this. And they sat like like all their best players for the game, like very clearly being like, we don't want to play in the play in games. We'd rather just be out and have a chance at it, it being in the lottery. Um, like, so they fined them $750,000. The weird thing to me is, 
I don't know if this makes sense. It shocks me that tanking is more prevalent in the NBA than it is in like the NFL because the NFL it's straightforward. Like you, I, if you have the worst record, you get the first pick. And yeah. the NBA, like they've got the lottery system. They've got like you're not guaranteed to get the first. I was might come to talk, but I don't think the NFL and, and I don't think anybody in the NFL has really ever tanked. I, it doesn't. I, seem I don't like think it. they tank because one thing, if you try to tank in the NFL, you're probably gonna get somebody killed. I mean, if you're you're not like really if you're half assing out there, and but you just sport. play backups. I mean, I guess, but sometimes, I mean, I don't think they do. Like, I look at teams like you go, oh, I mean, look at the Jaguars, how bad they were. I mean, two wins in like back to back years. I just don't think they. I don't think they were tanking. I think it was bad. Yeah. Like you I mean you saw like where the 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 Jets or uh, wasn't that last for the Texans uh, just this year, just like won like a game late. Yeah, they cost them the first round pick. The Lions one year won the last game. It yeah. cost them. It cost them. The, they went from like pick one to like pick six because they won their last game of the regular season, meaningless game. I'm not saying that there hasn't been that no one's not done it before, but I just I just feel like it be it should be I a mean, more I think, prevalent conversation in football than it is in the NBA, right? Yeah, I mean because you do in, well the NBA. The reason is because teams in Houston in particular is our second Ralph Sampson reference. The Houston Rockets were accused of tanking for Hakeem Olajuwon. And when they had Samson, they set him, they benched him, they 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 would lose on purpose, and they got the number one pick. Now, even at that point, up to 1984, you still at least did a coin toss in the NBA, whereas the first two teams, the worst two records, did a coin toss, and then it went from record after that. And of course, and that led to the 1985 lottery selection, which is the first three picks. And of course, not even though people don't think that was honest either with the Knicks, but right, I mean that. So that was like, I think it, I think it is more. Evident in the NBA than it is definitely in any other sport. Like I don't, I don't think I've seen. I know, I guess, were the Astros accused of tanking technically during their little stretch where they were collecting all those. Like, well, yeah, I, Major League Baseball, they, teams absolutely, uh, uh, they clearly tank, but they'll tank for like the entire season. I mean, especially when you know, in Major League Baseball, if you're halfway through the year and you're 20 games below 500, you know you've got no shot at saving things. There's no point in trying to be good, and it's easy to tank. You play young. You bring up young talent. You throw. But is that tanking? If you're, if you're giving young talent a shot early because you know you're out of it, is that is that still falling under tanking? I mean, there are teams that just tank entire seasons from the beginning. Like they won't. It's like hell. The Reds like aren't the Reds aren't spending money to get better right now. No, but I mean, if they were like, I, I like I think it take like the Sixers when when they did that little stretch where they took Embiid and Simmons and Fultz. Probably they tanked and came out with a lot of nothing in that that little span. Uh they were like tank. I mean, they were purposely like Beans playing about to be in the MVP. Huh? Beans about to be the MVP. I know, but he was the only. I mean, they had like the top three pick in three years in a row, and they got one decent player out of it. Yeah. And two of the worst first round, first number one picks in history in Schultz and Simmons or Simmons Fultz and Simmons. Yeah. yeah. I mean, they took two of the bigger top, maybe top ten busts in history, and that's two back to back spans. But I'm saying that they were. I mean, you couldn't deny them. They were tanking at that point for sure. I mean, they were like signing. MBDL guys and like putting them in the lineup just to do it. Like it wasn't like this is a rookie we want to get a minutes type. Take this was like hey we're just gonna put this scrub out there and play and we don't care. Yeah, I just think in NBA I think it's the most it is the worst. How do you get rid of the draft though? What would you do? Do a territorial again? I don't know. I, I see proposed every now and then, but yeah. Texas. Wow, thanks to not know Cameron and Mace were like that. Well, they used to have a huge feud. They just squashed it a couple of years ago, and now they do a podcast together. Who's Cameron by the way? Cameron. The rapper. I don't know who that is. Oh boy, he had a bunch of songs in like the. You should You should know. He was around your time. Not familiar with him. Late nineties, early two thousands. Hmm. Um, Terry says, Mike, we probably knew each other. I was a UPS driver when you and John did a show there. Introduced myself, but you went to Trinity. I went to Sanex the same year. I'm sure we do know each other. 
Let's take a break. When we come back, we'll wrap it's the weird show. Weird people I know that you know from back in the day. I know. Small world. Uh, we'll look ahead to this weekend. We'll get you ready for tonight's uh, baseball game between UofL and Wake Forest. And we'll uh, wrap the show out with some text, hopefully not bidet related. <laughs> Final statement. Keep it locked right here. More Rutherford Show next here on 1450 The Big X. I'm glad those days are gone, gone for good. But if I could take spirits from my past and bring them here, you know I would. No, I would. That earth's on the sky. Burning in your eyes You look at me Babe, I wanna catch on fire It's buried in my soul Like California gold You found the light in me That I couldn't find This is a good song. It's a great song. It's a good movie. Like, is that... The, the, no, not to be a spoiler, but the scene when the dog is outside the, the garage door. Yeah. I mean, because it also gets me because that's his real, that's Bradley Cooper's real dog. When the sun goes down and the band won't play, I'll always remember us this way. Lovers in the night. All right, final segment here of the uh, Friday edition. Of- they ruined her in that movie. Like they, they made her like a pop star. She was going to be a great songwriter and a musician. Uh, she also helped ruin herself because she went along with it. She went for the fame. I guess so. I blame SNL. Reminder: We've got uh, Big X golf cards that are available now for a limited time. If you want to play six of the best courses in the Kentuckyana area for just twenty-five dollars a round, go to BigXSportsRadio.com. Click on the golf card logo right there at the top uh, where it says buy now, and you can purchase yours. Is that where? Yeah. We're talking Valley View. We're talking Elk Run. We're talking Wooded View. We've got, uh, I mean, Park Mammoth is the newcomer, voted the third best new course in all of America by Golf Digest this past year. If you want to play Park Mammoth for just 25 bucks, again, BigXSportsRadio.com. Supply is limited. Get yours while you can. They will run out before we get too deep here into the spring and the summer. Um. Right, we've limited amount of time because you got to get here early because you want to yeah, go across go the bridge the bats for, for bats. I guess uh, we didn't get into the transfer portal today, did we? We didn't do any transfer portal. Talks. I'm going to close out the the intro, okay? There, re- yeah, there really wasn't any transfer yeah. portal news outside. Of Tyler Perry cut his list, but we knew that yesterday, yeah. um, and we kind of talked about that. All right. I did see that the. Do you see the Florida Marlins are doing in two weeks? They're going to host the Cubs, and they're calling it Bartman Appreciation Weekend as they celebrate Ooh. the. The 20 year anniversary of the 2003 That's LCS team. Dirty pool, man. Like Juan Pierre's coming. I mean, the graphic they've got. A, they've got a Bartman graphic in the background where he's like, it's like the hollow oh. silhouette of his glasses and stuff. That is, man, that's out of nowhere. First of all, Top rope. First of all, I don't know how they can get around it. Like, I wonder if he could sue them for like some in some way for that. Yeah, I wonder. I don't because I mean, I get there's ways you can probably get around like trademarking. Like, I guess if you don't use his full name, maybe. You can, they could you, be talking about Tommy Barton. Yeah, you can, you can get around that way. I remember like the Gap Patino shirts we used to have. We used to sell at Cardboard Heroes, and we're asking, they're like, how do you get out of it? Like, we lowercase the P. Uh, it's the lowercase P. It's just a word, not a name. The little P. Uh, yeah. 
Uh, so, but uh, yeah, that's I listen, Marlins. That's no, I, I I'm all good for a little little dig. Maybe if you want if you want to tweet something at them, you know, after a win in that scenario, but don't do a whole theme around it. That's just that's kind of uncool. I'm I'm not down with that one. I'm fine with it. I mean, first of all, it wasn't even Bartman's fault. It was mostly uh, the shortstop who gooped up the double play the next play. Alex Gonzalez. Alex Gonzalez, yeah. It was him, and then also, like, I feel like it never would have been made as big of a deal if Moises Alou hadn't thrown one of his Roy tantrums. Oh, God, does. He was, he was annoying. The guy got injured on a treadmill. He was annoying. Uh, he did kind of get well, As older I got, the more I annoyed by Moises Alou. Like, when I was a kid, I liked him at the Expos a little bit. But yeah. Real quick, try to read a couple of these texts okay. real quick before we have to get out of here. Texas says, I tried to watch. Uh, sh- well, now the text line just stopped working. Oh, no. What just happened? What'd you do? Did we break the text line today? I don't think so. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Keep I like how you said tried to watch and not wipe. That's, that's, that, that I maybe. tried to watch Shrinking, but I ended up watching Severance, which is a great show on Apple TV. I've still never tried Severance. I've heard it's weird, but I've heard it's Severance good. was HBO. No. Not Succession. You're thinking of Succession. Yeah. Give me S-words here. Texas, if TK walked in to get a pedicure, I'm guessing the salon would be like an old Godzilla movie. Oh, I don't even think my feet. No. Like I, I'm wearing flip flops, I can tell you, I have, I would, I'm the type of person like not to be an old joke, but I'd like walk in, I'd put my feet down, and I could see the woman turn around going, "Cancel my appointments!" <laughs> like I could just see that happening, like the uh, four year old version. Yeah, I mean, you know that was all uh, ad libbed. Yeah, it's like, so great. Texas says, uh, "Name your top three candy." Mine and order Reese's Payday Milky Way. I don't, I can't do this. Right I mean, now. Reese's. You gotta give me some prep. Reese's Kit Kats and Nestle Crunch off the top of my head. Texas, this is why we need the YouTube cameras to see how Mike and Trevor wipe their butts. <laughs> Your face when I'm trying to explain the difference between front and back wiping would have been worth the camera. Yeah, no, because I was like, you I'm had like, this look on your I'm face. I'm like, front wipe? Like, well, how do you. I still am kind of confused. <laughs> I feel like the look John probably has when you're trying to body I need to sit down and act it out and see if we're talking about <laughs> the same thing. I'm over trying to pretend to act it out. You put your hand around. It's, it's like. <laughs> Do you think, you think this is weird? Do you think Bill's thinking about listening to us over here? The comma pooper. <laughs> it's these different positions. I don't know what's going on here. Yeah, no. He said we're going to hell. I don't know. I'm, I'm so sorry, everybody. I'm so sorry. All right, you, you get out of here early. Yeah, Go yeah. Sorry. All right, uh, we got bats. We both predict, incorrectly predicted that the bats were going to win. Well, yeah, I know, really. I think we got to keep our, our NBA picks going, though, because it's Friday okay. night. The, you do. I'm over four. Well, we both got to keep them going. <laughs> Uh, the last round of the playing games are tonight. Bulls at Heat. Heat are a five point favorite. This is for the the eight seed in the East. TK, who you got? Uh, let's keep the Scream Queen alive. Go Bulls! I think the Heat are going to get it done. And I, I was going to pick them, even if you. I, 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 I was I was sad. I was going to pick the Heat, even if you did. I wonder if you'll pick the same one I pick here. All right, Thunder T Wolves in the West, nine thirty on ESPN. This is the battle for the eight seed in the the West. Timberwolves are a five and a half point favorite. Got. Minnesota is, I've never seen a collection of guys have no heart and clutch ability ever <laughs> on one team that I do Minnesota. Like it is like the greatest collection of like heartless, spineless, talented, don't get me wrong, talented players on one team. I'm taking Oklahoma City. I think the T-Wolves get it done. <laughs> Anthony Edwards. Were you really going to pick him before that? I team? was. I'm, right, I'm picking both the favorites tonight. After I mean, both Edwards, the Anthony Towns. I mean, it's like there, there's the least clutch team in history of basketball. All right, on that note, everyone enjoy your weekend. The weather's beautiful. Have a good time. Go Bats. Go Cards. Go Bidet. Beat Wake Forest. Beat Toledo. Let's get it done. We'll see you guys Monday at 3 o'clock.